What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 102. Sean is, uh, Sean's at his uncle's, I think he said, right? He's at his uncle's, mm -hmm. like, drinking at a party and, like, bouncing and stuff. So, uh, somehow I figure Sean will just end up being, like, the loud guy at karaoke like he was at, like, the, the too many games party so and i don't know how long that bouncing is going to last but uh we have uh we have a couple people here and then nate i guess is going to be joining us midway through at some point um to go over some of the topics today uh but starting from the left on my screen we have dreamcast guy max how's it going tonight uh good 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 been playing division all week and uh actually because of a conversation we had on spawncast today i finally bought metro exodus so you can see it's still sealed so i'm gonna be playing that next week i'm excited Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's been good. I had to put it down to get on all these other games, but I'll go back to it and finish it. I think I was about halfway through it, so I'll, I'll go back and finish that one up. Then we got Evan. Evan also was diving into the division pretty hard. So how's it going, Evan? It's been a crazy. I'm hoping two days. I'm still not sure what day it is. It's yeah. Pretty... <laughs> uh, that's a, yeah. So it must be good then if Evan it, is like losing track crazy. of losing track of days over there. Uh, we got Jordan here. Jordan, what's going on, man? What's going on? Glad to be here. And then we have uh, OJ, of course. How's it going, man? What's up? Just want to announce that I'm writing a book on not Sega. Yeah, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean is writing a book on the 32X. I'm sure he'll he'll talk more about that at some point on the Spawncast in the future. Okay. I'm gonna write a book on the Sega CD. Yeah, I don't it's think good. there are any buy books it. on that. There you go. There no, you go. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Don't worry. Just guys, buy it. Don't worry, it's coming. Sean's in a good position because he actually has the complete uh, collection of Sega 32X games. He has all of them. So oh, you have to actually have the games to write the I, book. I guess I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing a book. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh so he'll be, he'll be doing that. It'll be pretty cool. He'll be selling it, I guess, on Amazon and stuff. And uh, I was telling him to at least get one actually printed up and made so we can have it. But uh I'm I'm sure he'll get some of those made and take them to like too many games to sell and stuff. So it'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool to see that. Pretty cool. Um and we had a a $25 donation right away from David through uh Super Chat. Saying uh, thoughts on the Mega SG and the insight on the Poly Mega announcement next week, uh, David. We'll we'll touch on that in in a minute here because uh, did I wanted? It's a shame because Sean's not here. That would have been perfect uh, because the Poly Mega was was firing some shots at uh, <laughs> Analog on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if uh, any of you guys saw that. Like Max, I don't know if you saw that. I did. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, and uh, we'll go through some of the other ones. Thanks, Wishbone and uh, Ethan and Lycon. We'll go through some of those uh, when we get to our break. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, actually, we'll we'll talk about that real quick, uh, David. Uh, the Mega SG looks awesome. They're having, um, they're having a game like on there that was never released as a Sega Genesis game. It is going to the PlayStation Four, I believe, as well, though, as like a limited run game style thing. Uh, that's gonna be cool. It's, who's doing that? Is it super rare games? There's there's a game that's going to be on there that they're also going to be uh, releasing on like the PlayStation 4 and I believe the Vita. But the Mega SG, I have the Super NT and it is a very good system. So I have a ton of confidence in them. I'm not really sure why the Poly Mega team was firing shots at them on uh, Twitter because they haven't released anything yet, <laughs> whereas mm -hmm. Analog has. So I'm not really sure what the deal is with that. Uh, Analog's just releasing some good stuff. So I, I can at least vouch for their Super NT. It, it is quality. Um, and I'll check out their their Sega Genesis system as well, just because uh, the other one was very good. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know I don't know if you have a, the Super NT or, or looked at that, Max, or anybody else. But uh, it, it's quality. I, I did. That's, the one, that's the one that's like 150 right? It's like the premium one. 
Yes. Yeah. It, it it does everything through hardware. It's not like a, it doesn't use emulation to play the the cartridge that you pop in, and it runs through HDMI, so it has no lag apparently to it. When I'm playing it, it's very sharp. So I don't know if it's like zero completely, but it, it it's very sharp. It doesn't feel like it's laggy or anything. I'll probably buy the Genesis one. I have a Super Nintendo. I have a ton of Genesis games, tons. So I'll probably pick that one up. Yeah, they moved that up. They moved it from, I think it was coming out next month. It's now coming out March 25th. So it's on like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's me. Cool. Uh, a lot of people are going to rush in and grab that. So it's uh, good for them. The Polymega, I followed that system last year and they went dark for a while. They just disappeared and they're coming back. Apparently that's going to actually be a thing, but I need to see it because it's uh, that's uh, basically it's a system that uh, is modular. So if you want like a Neo Geo CD attachment, you just literally attach it to the side of the system and you buy them separately, I believe. So uh, hmm. we'll see how that all works out. I, I need to see it to believe it because I talked to some other people who are a bit more plugged into that whole thing and have created some of this stuff and they they don't even believe it. So hmm. uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see that one to be honest. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, but uh, it was it was a fun week so far in, in gaming. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of games uh, coming out and some fun stuff. What's everyone been up to, though? What's everyone been playing before we get into some of the topics? Don't ever uh, speak once. I, I mean, Division, lots lots of Division, and I'm actually impressed by it. I think it's the, the first Games as a Service project that doesn't feel like a ripoff. It's the first one that I've gotten into where I see the idea behind it. I'm still not 100% on board, but I get it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I haven't played it as much as I know Evan. Evan is like in the end game right now. He's like almost, I mean, you finished the game, but Evan's like level 30 looking at all the, the end game stuff. I'm still rolling through. I think I'm like level seven or eight still. So I'm still rolling in the oh, beginning, wow. but, but uh, uh, it's, it's been fun so far. It's been fun. Uh, but Evan, what, what's your take on it? Cause you're, you, you've played a lot of it. I mean, it's, it is definitely a good game. There's a bit about it where they don't explain certain things. So it took me forever to figure out attaching certain things to my gear allowed me to get enhancements for my uh the actual yeah. deployables they didn't really explain that that well um but beyond that the big thing is the end game and trying to make it super fun at like the high level and the once you beat the storyline missions basically everything goes to hell and you're fighting extremely hard units and basically mm-hmm. a giant war zone and it feels great so it's a solid game, definitely. Mm. Is it? Is it? It's better than the first one, then, because Evan, you actually played the first one a lot. I uh, didn't play it nearly as much as you. It definitely feels more, or I guess, initial release complete, because the first division eventually added a bunch of stuff to it that I was like, mm. "Wow, this would have been great had it been in day one, or at least within the first month." But uh, this one has enough in it where I feel like I'm going to have a ton to do for the next month or two, probably in it. It, it's, it feels way different than Anthem where Anthem came out and there's not a lot to do at the end. Like I, I beat Anthem and there's like, I didn't feel any reason. Whereas I, I'm not getting as far in division two because there's like all these things to do in the world, like question yeah. marks everywhere. And I'm just wandering in like random directions. And I'm like, Oh wait, I was supposed to be doing something for the, for the actual main storyline. And, but I did run into a few disconnections when I'm playing and right in the beginning, there was like the, like one of the first missions you go on, I went all the way through, I was fighting the boss and it disconnected me, but I still kept all of my experience and I was a level higher than I should have been there at that point, which was weird. I don't know if anyone else ran into disconnection issues. I, uh, 
I had one hard crash. There's one super long mission, which I won't explain. It has a giant twist to it, but basically you're trying to break, it, break, it, break into a giant vault that's like a government vault. And it's a mission that takes like 35 minutes. It's super, super cool. Uh, right at the very end, you have to like basically press X to help somebody onto a helicopter and my game crashed and it gave me the experience points. Like I finished the mission. So I gained a level and a half, but then it crashed. So I had to redo the 35 minute. You're mission. running, you're running those solo, right? You're just trying to get through them solo. Well, I mean with Q, no, no, I, I'm doing it with the team, but I, for most of the game, I actually played with two man uh, teams. And are you, scales. are you not able to get right back into that mission? No, no. When it, when it hard crashes, when I go back in, I'm back in the map and typically yeah. I'm back at the white house. So I end up having to requeue. I did. I did that same thing, but I was still the, I still had all my experience, the items and everything. And I just on, went back through again on PC. So far I've had three hard crashes and every time I've rebooted, if I was running something with friends, I would just appear right there. Oh my so God. I would well, continue I, the fights. I wonder, Hmm. hmm. That that's awesome. I kind of wish I had it on Steam because it's not like it comes up a lot. I'm playing on a PS4 Pro, but it's just one of those small things that the the two times that happened, it was kind of just like ah. Yeah, the first time it hit me, I thought ah crap because it was definitely at the end of a major mission. But then I get back in for the final fight, so it was just mm. a good way to end it. Yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time with it. I'll play it some more this week, but once Friday happens, I'm on I'm on Sekiro pretty much. So yeah. I'll, I'll be off the vision for a bit after that. But I'll, I heard the story. If you really focus on the main story, it's not super long. It's like, what, 12 to 15 hours or something. Um, for I, the vision I, would, too. I would say 20 or 25. Yeah. If you're, really, I've, if you're I've, trying to just bulldoze. I've clocked 24 hours in it. Just did the final mission probably two hours ago. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's about 20 hours. Yeah. So I bulldoze my way through it before uh, Sekiro comes out on Friday. Um, which that's gonna be really cool. I'm um, gonna be picking that up. I don't know, Evan, Max, or anybody else, if you guys are all picking it up, but I'll be I'll be getting it and probably raging about it the whole time. So cigarette, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get it early. I'm trying mm. to talk trying to talk <laughs> to some people to make sure I get it early because talk it to looks some like, people. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds it sounds like they're not gonna be giving out any review nope. copies. Nope. I talked to some people too, and they're like, Nope, you you can get it when it comes out. Basically, when everyone else has it, you can then get it. So yeah. uh we'll see. We'll see how that all goes down. But uh, I'm at least excited to check it out and play it. That'd be fun. I'm I, not even I'm not even a from software guy. What were you saying, OJ? Oh, sorry to cut. Sorry about that, man. Oh, um I did uh I did watch a ton of Mortal Kombat eleven. Um yeah. so got to see how uh the stress test that's going on uh right now. Got to see uh Scarlet and got to see uh Baraka and Scorpion and the game just looks brutal. Oh, oh. my gosh. OJ, I, I have an extra code. Do you want a code for the stress test? Do you? I mean, would you give, yeah. me, you give me a code? I, I got sent two. I got sent two. I got one on Xbox. I signed up twice just to make sure. So I got one on Xbox, one on PS4. I ended up using it on Xbox. I'll give you my PS4 code. Yo, shout outs, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, dude, it's um, fun. You got to play it. I was I was just gonna watch. I was just gonna watch because this game it makes me squeeze. It makes me squeeze. I mean, if I'm playing it, maybe it wouldn't be as bad. When I watch it, it makes me squeamish. But then you get used to it after a while. Like after Baraka rips off somebody's face and chomps on their brain for like the seventh time, because I was watching Maximilian dude play. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. I guess it's not too it's not too bad. Uh, but no, it, it it looks great. I mean, I think that a lot of people out there that are excited for Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat coming back, you're gonna be happy about it. The only thing that I'm kind of like looking at is like, mm, like Mortal Kombat XL has like way more characters. It seems like it, you know. That's the only thing I'm like, yo, they didn't bring back a lot of these characters. Are they gonna mm -hmm. sell them as DLC? 
Probably. So that'd probably be the only down thing that I see so far. Some of the mechanics have been changed up. I mean, but it's still the same. It's still the same Mortal Kombat that you know and love from like Mortal Kombat 10 and the Mortal Kombat XL. So I'm actually really excited to see the tournament play and kind of see more of the other characters. Scarlet looks really cool. She's a nice zoner. She has this weird type of tongue licking thing that she can do that's she, pretty good. She's my favorite uh, by far. Is, is, is that who you're using, Scarlet? Yeah. So her different stances are crazy different. And my favorite one is called O negative. And it's, it's the one where you <laughs> use more blood weapons and she has a, a like uppercut combo where you can grab people with this giant blood scythe. Uh, it's just, it's nuts, man. Who yeah, are the, it's, who it's are the so characters, good. who are the characters available in the, in the stress test? Just those three, Baraka, uh, Scorpion, and uh, oh, okay. uh, Scarlet. But the problem is, dude, 99% of people online are just playing Scorpion. Scorpion so it's a little yeah. bit annoying because it's just a lot of matches are <laughs> Scorpion versus Scorpion. So I made it a point when I was recording gameplay, I almost exclusively played as Baraka and Scarlet. And that's yeah. I fell in love with Scarlet. Because oh, okay. Sc Scorpion is like the OG, you know? So I yeah, like, oh, well, I'll, yeah. just pick, I'll just pick Scorpion, you know? So Scarlet doesn't even look like Scarlet. I mean, how Scarlet looked before. But I mean, <laughs> I mean she okay. was like naked. She okay. was like naked. Now she's actually like what, what you think when, when somebody goes into fight, you know? <laughs> Apparently, they're going to have it playable on the Switch at PAX East. Yes, it will be there on the Switch at PAX yeah. East. But the, the stress test is only for uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Yes. No PC stress test, no Switch, Switch stress So that's going to be the first time I think we see it on the Switch then. How's it How's it run on the, the other systems right now, Max? I mean, a hundred, yeah, 100%. Okay. So I, I've only played it, full disclosure, I've only played it on an Xbox One S. Okay. But it yeah. is easily, easily the, the smoothest game I've seen in a long that, time. That's like the system I'd be the most, uh, that system I'd be the most worried about out of the four, the Xbox One X, the PlayStation 4. It is that base Xbox One S. Uh, if you're saying it's running there okay, then okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, the... From what I understand, they're using the same. They're using a modified Unreal Engine three. That's like complete something completely different at this point. They said it's so heavily customized from when they originally made like the base of the game. Um, so I, I mean, Mortal Kombat XL ran the same thing. So I think they would just you know polish things up a bit. They had time to work on it. It's not like they rushed this one out. They worked on Injustice and a couple other things and. Bam, there you go. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see the tournament play because this game looks like it's going to be nuts. Yeah, I think Nate's, Nate said he's going to uh, he's gonna get footage of it, I think, at PAX East, hopefully. So that'll be cool. He's going there, so he's going to grab some uh, some footage of all kinds of games. Told him to definitely get some uh, some footage of MK11. That'd be cool to see on the I'm Switch. I'm thinking of when the game comes out, comes out is playing as uh, Garrus. Um, yeah. Does, does that, I, I retweeted out that that, oh uh, that new God. fatality and OJ, you and I were talking about this the other day that I think <sighs> that they've reached the most brutal, like that by far is the most brutal one I have seen yet. And I just don't know how they keep topping themselves. Like there is no way anyone who plays this game, unless you're live stream, like you can't monetize this game mm -mm. at all. <laughs> this is the most violent game I have ever seen. I've never seen characters killed like this in a video game before ever it's insane <laughs> i i think it's a combination of the brutalness but then also the graphics the graphics are extremely good in the game so it just yeah. it kind of adds another layer it's like they literally like they went out there and hired somebody that has like anatomy and physiology you know like that has it down and like okay tell us exactly how to model this like everything looks i mean because like i'm a kinesiologist well i was a kinesiologist in college and you know i've seen all that stuff and it looks exactly like it like real life like insides and organs and intestines and all this stuff it's i like, mean when it's a fighting game like this they don't have to focus on you know like an open world game and spend all the time assets they can spend a lot of time making sure the details of the characters are well, really good 
do you remember when they were making Dead Space, what they apparently did is they actually got, this is a horrible, like, gruesome fact, but what they did is they found, like, uh, surgery, like, ER room photos of people who'd, like, survived car crashes and stuff and were super, like, injured, and they used that to design the monsters in Dead Space because they were like, okay, we want this to look like monsters built out of human bones and flesh, and that's why the things that are so unnerving is because you look like, yeah, it's it's the Legos of us. Oh yeah, I just took a look at that, Jordan, on your uh, on your timeline on Twitter. Yeah, oh, like you, you didn't see that beforehand, John. No, no, wow! <laughs> like holy crap, right? Like that's creative. That's creative. That's it's <laughs> extremely. I've never seen that happen to a person, even in real life. So, like, I don't understand how that's. I don't know what Ed Boon and his team are on, man. I wonder, well, if these are the fatalities that are, like, approved and fit within <laughs> the mature rating, what do you think is, like, not being... Because I bet you they really push the limits. They try to figure out what they can kind of just get in under the mature rating. I wonder I wonder what else they've done to some of these characters. <laughs> it's, right? it's disgusting. Like, I thought when we saw, like, Baraka, like, eating a head, right? Or eating a brain. I was like, okay, pretty, pretty messed up. Not bad. Then you, you rip a person in half from their thumb tendon all the way up. That, that's that's pretty that's going pretty I, far i'd my, say my favorite so far is the johnny cage one where he just oh, yeah. like uppercuts him and it says cut and he like backs up and is like come on who hired this guy and he keeps <laughs> uppercutting him again and again until his head breaks off yeah that's it. the best one that one's the best yeah, one so far it's, it's funny yeah it's, it, it, it's funny but i i think it's um the game makes no sense. That's another thing. Like <laughs> the game. So I think that helps it, I guess, in some regards, get in that mature rating oh, because yeah. it literally it literally makes no sense. I mean, Johnny Cage uppercutting, then it's like multiple times, like the like it's not they already know it's like not real. So I mean, like people getting shot in the eye through the eye, and then oh, they're right back up, you know. So <laughs> the game doesn't make sense at all. So I think that that helps, you know. Mm. So yeah. I, was, I, I, was, I think it helps. <laughs> Still awesome though. Still. Uh I uh, I did finish Devil May Cry on Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Monday. Nice. So that is done, Max. I enjoyed it. Still don't like V, but uh, I don't I, like I, him. I, nope, nope. I definitely don't like him after the uh, after the ending. So because <laughs> I'd rather play as a different character than V. I I think that his role is interesting, but I agree. Yes, the other character would have been cool. They're gonna he, apparently he's getting added as DLC. So there you go. That that makes sense. Yeah, and you also heard they're talking about what is it, Lady? Is it Lady who's uh gonna be DLC as well? That was leaked. The the female assassins are are yeah. gonna be DLC. It looks like yep. uh, free DLC is the rumor or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's gonna be pretty cool as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. liked I liked the game for what it was and everything. But uh, I think I mostly just like playing as Dante. Towards the end, I mean, he had the most, he had the most choices about him. So it was, it was good though. It was a fun game. What did you, did you smack people around with that motorcycle all day? Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, now I, I actually, I would use his uh, rocket launchers, double, double barreled yeah. rocket launcher, <laughs> which was great. You could charge it up towards the end too. Mm -hmm. Um, so I use that. I'm, I'm definitely not going to go back through it over and over again and do all the. Diff Apparently, there's a difficulty mode where if you get hit once you die yeah that's hell so there's he there's hell hell and then there's heaven and hell and both of those are special modes where enemies die in one hit or you die in one hit or both mm, yeah so i probably won't be doing that that but. doesn't sound very fun I'll be <laughs> Just, i mean it's not it's one of these where everybody in the devil may cry community agrees that it's it's for last it's something you spoke you just unlock because it's awesome yeah but what's going yeah. in, in the in the platinum behind that <laughs> I don't think so. I, I want to say it? that that's optional. I think that you do have to beat it on Dante Must Die, but beyond okay. that, you don't have to do anything. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. Apparently, 
in this one you can get hit three times like you have three revives basically but still it sounded crazy when i heard that i was like oh, what who wants to do that yeah um, it, it, it's like when they turn off witch time and bayonet on the harder difficulties like that's not fun anymore even though yeah. it's i mean like i mean but it's like the whole point of it, it's like it's so cool which time you know and then like oh well it's harder but it's like eh, not as fun in my opinion yeah agreed oh agreed oh andy andy's back in the in the super chat 25 saying better late than never hi andy Th thanks for coming by again uh with the 25 in the super chat andy's been i think you've done that like every week now so thanks for coming by andy and the support appreciate it uh, thank you. And um, any other games you guys have been playing? I, I spent a little more time in Metro, and then I started going back through Kingdom Hearts as well. So I'm almost to the end of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I'm just playing a bunch of Final Fantasy XIV still. I finally hit max level. I'm trying to prep for the next expansion. I want to do a huge, huge video. The next expansion comes out uh, in like a month and a half or two months. And I, I don't feel like any of the major YouTubers are paying attention to it, so I want to be the one guy to give it like proper time. Cool. All right, uh, I've been playing. I've been really trying to train uh, with Smash Ultimate, and I've been getting a lot of the different characters to Elite Smash. I want to get all of them, so I've got about maybe twenty to thirty characters. So I've just been playing a ton of Smash Brothers. Had a tournament today, or a little round robin today too. So it was fun. So yeah, I've just been playing playing a ton of Smash as well. I uh, a uh, by the way, OJ, I went to a Smash tournament randomly on Thursday, and I just got destroyed. Like, I mean, everybody <laughs> took turns destroying me, and the whole time <laughs> I could tell that they weren't that good. These dudes were like mid tier trash, and the whole time I kept being like, "Man, I wish my friend OJ would just walk in here and just mop all these." <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go there again, dude. I got bopped by like a fifteen year old in my local. I keep yeah. on getting third place. <laughs> I can't. There's. <laughs> I keep on getting third place at my locals. I can. This is because I don't know. I, I need to train a little bit more, but I mean, like, I'll probably go in there and get bopped too. <laughs> I, I had that where I, I beat a couple people, and this dude walked up with Snake and just played in a way I'd never seen. It was just like a little oh, kid was putting landmines everywhere, and I was like, all yeah. right, screw it. I don't care. Yeah, the C4, the C4, then he's dropping the grenades, and then uh -huh. when you blow up the grenade, it enhances the hitbox of the C4, so you get uh -huh. hit because you don't think that you're like, oh, that didn't hit me. No, it did hit you because that well, extends the hitbox. Yeah. And we were doing it on Final Destination, so I couldn't hide anywhere. Oh, so it was just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final destinations, good, good, good snake level. Yeah, definitely good snake level. And uh, I also played Turok on the Switch, which uh, again, Nate's not here. He would have been good to talk to about this. He also played it. Uh, Sean's probably still asking for a review code, still, I think, somewhere. <laughs> He's probably yelling at his uncle about it right now. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was a very quick release from announcement. Yes, it was. And what's interesting about it is in my video I did for it, I went through the options. There are a lot of options, like an obscene amount of options in this game for the Switch. Like they didn't just like just port it over from like the PC. They added like gyro controls and everything. There's a full cheat menu. So the original cheats for the 64 actually work in it. So if you know the cheat oh, cool. codes, you punch them in and boom, it, it's good. And they have built in achievements for like the Switch and everything. I think I have it memorized still. Is that Beware the Oblivion is at hand? Yeah, I looked some up and I was like, let me try punching these in. So I was like, I, because it just says cheat menu. I was like, let me see if the 64 ones work. They worked. I started punching them in. They all started popping up. Invincibility. They have everything. It was really cool. Uh, and the, the gyro controls and everything, you can choose between N64 sound or PC sound for like the music. Uh, and it, it ran well. It looked, it looked as well as you'd expect a 64 game to look that's like smoothed out and upscaled. But, uh, it was it's Turok. So if you like Turok, uh, it's probably the best way you can play it at this point. And they have the dual stick controls, so you're not using like just the one N64 stick and like the C buttons. So way better, way better. Um, but I think it's twenty bucks. I, I'd say it's worth picking up though if you if you like I, Turok. 
I'm definitely buying it. I grew up with that game. I grew up so so easier. Even if I never make a video, I just want to play it, man. Yeah, yeah. If that's the case, yeah, it's it's worth playing through. It's fun. I, know, I was having a good time with it. So it was pretty cool. Uh, I think that's that's the thing. I think I played that. I'm just gonna keep working through Division Two. Um, anything else, you guys? Before we move on to some of the topics we got here, just before Division dropped, I picked up a game called Truberbrook. It's a point-and-click adventure game. It had a pretty interesting style to it, but story-wise, it's pretty dry, and they very they don't do what's supposed to happen in point-and-click adventure games. It's all just almost random what works and what doesn't. So, is that is that on uh was that on Steam? It's on Steam. It's coming to Switch soon. Uh, but it was pretty cool because as a game, they actually built all the sets in it. It's almost built like a uh, stop-motion film. And then they scan it completely and then turned it into the game. So you just have these really beautiful handmade places that you go and mm. do all these crazy things. in. but the way it was written, the way it was paced, it seemed a little off. So, mm, mm, mm. okay. Yeah. All, the, all those indie games go to the switch. Eventually it seems. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it works, it works. Uh, so let me, uh, let me move over here to a couple of topics. So you guys know that Google is holding a GDC event. Uh-huh. on tuesday I believe yes. it's at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific uh-huh. and they have not specifically said what's going to be there but they have said that it's going to be the the future of gaming which is a funny way to say that i guess Ooh. but the future of gaming so there's a lot uh there's a lot of rumors about uh what it could be there are people thinking it could be a console. It could just be their streaming service. Although uh, we've used their streaming service. I used Project Stream with Assassin's Creed. The game this year? La- the end of last year. La- end of last year. End yeah. of last year. Yeah. And uh, it was it was all right. It worked. Worked fine. Um, seemed okay. But uh, now we're going into this. And it seems weird because they're hiring people that uh, have worked in the game industry for a while. Um, and it seems like we have a patent for a controller that they've obviously been thinking about. The rendering was made by an artist, so it's not like a rendering from them. Um, mm-hmm. So if it looks terrible, it's because uh, somebody else was thinking about it and tried to make it. But uh, now we look forward. Do you guys, are we looking at a streaming service? We're we looking at a console or are we looking at both? I, I think it's going to be both, but I, I think they're going to walk out on stage with a console. Honestly, it's hot, coming out on stage at a, and announcing a service doesn't go over as well to say, like, here's our box. Here's the price tag. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty adamant on um, I was saying this with, uh, with OJ the other day. Uh, I'm pretty adamant that if, if this is as big as they're hyping it up and a lot of people are on board, I think that this is a way where they can kind of bridge this unique gap with digital and physical uh, to not only have a device that can plug into your TV and be a console and and have streaming services on it as well and do all that, but something that let's say you have a really nice computer anyway, but you want access to the service. You can play like games that would only be on the console on your computer and have it that way. Or if your computer can't handle stuff like that, they sell a different device or a smaller device that plugs into your computer that allows it to be able to do stuff like that in conjunction with the streaming service and really creates this unity we haven't seen before where this can be kind of played anywhere and on anything, uh, no matter what you have or how you want to do it. I think that's kind of, if if it's Google, I feel like that if they're going to go big, that's something revolutionary. And I think if anyone's going to do it, they have the money to back it up. Yeah. yeah yeah they they definitely have the money we'll say that they, they can they can yeah. do it they have the money they have the influence and they have the control yeah they could well, flop at this and spend a lot of money it's gonna be nothing to them so well and 
And the big thing that we all got to kind of point out here is the fact that Google is smart because Google isn't making these decisions on their own. The first thing they've been doing, which is over the course of the last three years, is they've been hiring some of the biggest and most experienced names in gaming already. They're getting like the professionals who have clout to basically help them make decisions. This isn't like some random stupid freaking cell phone company. This is Google doing it right. I'm so are you telling me that it's not going to be the Apple Pippin 2? <laughs> it is. It is. Man, people in chat keep saying, ooh, yeah, too. And honestly, that that is something I've seen a lot of people saying. I do worry a little bit about that. I do worry a little bit that this is going to be a lot of bluster and not a lot of follow through. Oh, I, I think there's a lot of hesitance. You're right. The follow through because Google will just drop devices and services yeah. if it Go doesn't work instantly. <laughs> Google Glass. Somebody calculate like Google Glass from the time they announced it to the time they like canceled development was like 18 months or something. Yeah, so it's it's always concerning with Google because they seem to move on pretty quick or just kind of their attention's all over the place. So I would like to think they're going to show up and just actually, you know, do it. But they, you're right, they might get bored. <laughs> I mean, the thing that really has me interested is, is the backup behind it. Yeah, like the like the, the, the companies that are backing this that are going to be there that are hyping this up, you know, Sega at Crystal Dynamics, like stuff like that. Like they're hyping something up, uh, you know. I'm not thinking there's exclusives or anything. There might be, but I, if if they're coming out and backing this or working in any way, that's a big endorsement off well, the bat. Well, here's the here's what you're referring to. We have uh, they talked about Crystal Dynamics. They talked about uh, uh, Amy Hennig is mm -hmm. going to yeah. be there. Yeah. Uh, they talked about uh, id Software. So they had a big picture uh -huh. of you know Doom and everything. Uh, Ubisoft, who we kind of already figured because they're they're part of Project Stream already. They let them use Assassin's Creed Odyssey for Project Stream. Basically, uh, they gave everybody who also participated in that they gave it they gave you Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free. Like they gave it to me on PC for free um, because I tried it. And Apparently, it your save file anything. actually comes with it as well. It's all cloud saved in. Yeah. So they just they basically just gave it to you. They gave you they sent me a code. They're like, go activate it on your Ubisoft account or Uplay account. So uh, they're pretty. They're pretty invested in that, and uh, and something that that I've heard that we talked about on the channel was uh, Sega doing some work with Google for this uh, platform streaming or box. There's there's also another thing is that Jade Raymond got hired as a VP for Google as well with gaming. So yes. she's been in the gaming industry for a long time. You know, she's yeah, Assassin's Creed. She's done a lot of cool stuff. So to see her get hired, I mean, they're definitely serious about something. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I talked, uh, and I thought I'd be, I thought Max, you'd get a kick out of it too. Uh, I was talking to to some people about it. Liam's been very good with uh, information and research and everything on it. But they're they're working with Sega on some different uh, uh, IPs and revivals and stuff. Jet, Jet Set Jet Set Radio was discussed, even Crazy Taxi. I I'm excited for Jet Set because so many of the people that are involved with Jet Set have been wanting to do a sequel again forever. Uh, I think technically the last thing they ever did was Jet Set uh, Radio Future on the Game Boy uh, Advanced. But yeah, man, I really, I want to see Jet Set again. I also really want to see Crazy Taxi. Dude, Crazy Taxi all day. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would buy, I would honestly buy a system if they have either Jet Set or Crazy Taxi there. I, yeah, I would well, have to. What what I what I'm hoping for is a like crazy taxi collection and a crazy taxi three and just package it all together and just call it like crazy three. Mm. I mean, if they if they really do get Sega involved with with something, uh, but they could also do some third party stuff. Like I bet you, id Software is there to. I think a big announcement would be if they show up and they say uh, on Project Stream or whatever their console is, Doom Eternal will be there day one. Mm -hmm. 
That'd be a pretty great. big announcement. That'd be a pretty that big announcement. Huge. And yeah. I just just to really kind of nail that home, that like to people in Shadow does understand that it is the type of people of once they start working with you, it means that they understand your console and they respect it. So if they start out with Doom Eternal on there, oh man, that is a big deal. I'm also curious if uh if they didn't say anything about this, but Google did put out there about Amy Hennig, like pretty like they pretty much put her in the spotlight. Uh, on Twitter and everything and their game developers and everything. I wonder if I would say possibility that she's actually working in collaboration with one of their uh, studios that Google is putting together. Like that would be interesting because she's tried to, she's pretty much said at this point that like, you can't really pitch this kind of stuff like their uncharted type stuff to mm-hmm. EA anymore, but maybe Google's like, well, we don't really care as much about live services right this second as we do of trying to find a killer IP. I mean, you get you get talent like that on board, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you make a game like an Uncharted type game, you probably get some people in there. Oh, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing. That's the thing you got to wonder. Google can make the, technically can build a box. Anyone can build a box. We saw that with Steam Machine, right? But mm-hmm. you got to be able to put a, a game out that makes people want to buy it. Well, and, and gets people excited. That's the hard thing that I th- feel like PSVR is having a lot of trouble of. It's really hard to get excited about VR because there isn't a thing that's just so 100% must have yet. But if you come in on stage and say, okay, we've got Ubisoft here. It's hyped, but also check it out. It's that super Sonic Adventure 3 you've always wanted. Like People would lose it. Yeah, they'd have to go back and get something really big that uh, that people forgot about or that uh, it, it would be a big enough franchise to get people on board um they have they just have to introduce something that gets people excited enough to pre-order because if someone's excited enough to pre-order then they're probably gonna you know buy in at least uh day one so um that's gonna be man that's tough and the other question is can another company actually enter the what feels kind of crowded right now console space with yeah. three systems I, can they do it i think they can i mean i I still think the biggest thing is everybody is wanting that next big thing and seeing seeing how PlayStation 4 managed to take over after the Xbox 360 dominated, I think it shows that as long as you jump in at a console changeover, basically anybody can sort of make their own space. Mm, yeah, I mean, it just comes down to what they can do with. I mean, they definitely have the money to, to try it, you know, and see if it works like uh, like Sony can't afford to have their PlayStation uh really fall off a cliff and do terrible right so i mean google can just throw it out there and be like eh, here's, here's a box let's see what happens so mm-hmm. i mean i mean I, those are all the people they've told us about there's a chance they have some surprises and stuff gdc is tuesday um and uh if they show up with a streaming service i think people will be pretty disappointed <laughs> but if they have some kind of console that's not just a streaming box i think people will at least be interested enough to get kind of excited so Okay, let's let's be honest here. How mad would all of you be if they came out on stage and started announcing this Google console and they said that it was being done in partnership with Soldier Boy and he walked out <laughs> and stayed? It would play only Soldier games. Oh man. So it's I gonna would... play all the Nintendo games then. <laughs> pretty good pretty good console then, right? Yeah, right. We're good. <laughs> Not he's, bad. He's, he's got the licenses though. It's okay. Uh, yeah, he made Reggie retire, don't forget. Yeah, he, he yeah. did make Reggie retire. Um, that'd actually be pretty exciting. I'd like, I'd like to see how it would work. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be great. I, I am interested in Google's service because we've already seen some stuff from Microsoft X Cloud, and if Google shows up with their own streaming service, then you know, some competition with streaming services stuff. The good news is 
you'll definitely be able to play a lot of these games on your phone, most likely by like next year between Microsoft and Google and maybe even Amazon. So there you go. Uh, interesting stuff nonetheless, but I don't know. I, we're, I feel like we're pretty far off from streaming as mainstream anyway. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, did anyone see uh, Inside Xbox? I did. I watched it on Mixer. Mixer? That was, in, what? That was interesting. <laughs> did you watch it on your Xbox? Like actually on your Xbox? I watched it. I wanted to get all of it. I watched it on my <laughs> Xbox One X in 4K oh, right wow. here and on Mixer. I want. I wanted to get all of it in. So I watched Inside Xbox and I was kind of confused when I watched it because it was barely about the Xbox, <laughs> but it was Inside Xbox. Uh, Halo is coming to Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. Uh, that was their big. Was that the, that seemed to be their big announcement? That was the big announcement. That was the big announcement. So yeah. uh, Master Chief Collection is coming to uh, it's coming to PC. That's gonna be pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we need. I like Evan. You'll finally get to play Halo. We'll see how long I keep playing it. It'll be you'll fine. Finally, get to play Halo. It's a good, it's a good game. People should play it. But the Master Chief Collection is going to apparently be sold in sections. They're going to start with Reach and then go, I guess, in chronological order. So Reach one, two, three, four, um, and uh, I guess ODST is going to get thrown in there somewhere. So they'll figure all that out. But uh, Reach, Reach is good. Reach. I'm excited for Reach. Reach is oh, good. Yeah. Um, I oh, like yeah. the story in Reach. Uh, there was a good book that was put out around it as well. It's it's definitely a campaign to play through. Uh, if you have the Master Chief Collection already, the multiplayer will just be added in, and you have to buy the campaign separately. But if you have Game Pass, you just get everything anyway. Um, but uh, the other question is, Evan, which one do you buy if you only buy one? Because you don't know anything about Halo. From what you've heard, what would you buy out of the out of the four, five, five of them? I mean, I just. Pick I guess one. whichever well, if it's a pick one situation, it pick would be one. I don't really care about the story. I don't like. There you I, go. Okay. I've seen them both. Also, like which one has the multiplayer that everyone's playing would basically be the one I go for. Uh, okay. Usually, people like either two or three. Yeah, two, two or three are considered the most balanced. But personally, I still love one the most. Man, go with three. Go with three. Go three. <laughs> I like. I was playing three the other. Day. I was playing three yesterday actually. Ever since they announced for PC, I've been playing Halo every night. So it's, I, I like glad. the Master Collection a lot. I'm just glad they're putting Firefight in as well for Reach. Because that's yes. something that I like a lot. As far as I was talking with you about that last week, that I actually like Firefight. Um, so I'm glad. I'm glad that that's going to be in there because that's something I'll probably be hopping Dude, on a lot. Firefight's good, man. I The thing is, though, when I play Halo, I I, I play Halo to, to wipe out other people. So, you know, I, <laughs> I do team deathmatch all the time. I feel um, you. It's just fun. But the cool thing about the Master Chief Collection, if you've never played, they have it so you can pick which games. If you have all the games or if you just bought the Master Chief Collection to start, you can choose any one of the games. So like Halo 1 through like, you know, 4 or whatever. And it'll automatically randomize them and then also grab different playlists. So you might be playing Halo 3 and Capture the Flag one match. And then the following match, Halo 1 with like uh, with like Team Slayer and everything. So that's the cool thing about Master Chief Collection. So, yep, and I played a lot of it. Yep, uh, when it was when it first came out, it was super broken too. So <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, but I'm excited for it, and uh, I'm gonna be curious because they're putting it on Steam. Did anyone else think that was weird that they're putting it on Steam as well? That's I- extra weird, but it's good that they're coming to terms with the fact that the Windows Store. Is- <laughs> I think it's a smart move um, putting it on something that is gonna have the biggest reach immediately no pun intended but i think it's the biggest uh, the, the biggest reach for them and they're going to get the most eyes on it and it will have all the steam support 
then I think everyone will be happy. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna sell a lot on Steam, but it was like that would help to pull people to your Windows Store. It was, it's because, all right. So, do you think Halo Infinite will be on Steam? It, I would say a year or two after launch. Okay. I, I, I think we're at a point where Microsoft realizes that the only way they're going to make their game studios profitable is to just put out everything everywhere. Like, I, I would not be shocked if we do see a Halo game on Switch in the next three years. 100% mm. serious. Just because they need to sell stuff. I mean, if they do, like, Game Pass and they stream it anyway, I, I, you know, make it easy. I personally think that Halo Infinite might come to Steam, like, like near the launch of it, or at the launch, just because... That seems like it's just so much money. I mean, nobody goes to that Microsoft store anymore. And obviously, Xbox One, you have that. But if it was out on Steam, Xbox yeah. One, and the Microsoft Store day one, imagine the type of, I mean, that's like maybe like 10 million plus, if, if the game is really good, like 10 million mm -hmm. plus in the first month, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit more. I mean, it could do back to where it needs to do, right? Because like Halo 5 didn't really sell as much as it should have. Um, or maybe is the franchise has done before. And I, I know some people hate Halo Five, but I'm just I'm thinking like yeah. if they put it out yeah. on everything, like imagine it can get back to where like you know the sales of like the original one. So yeah, Halo Halo Five's average, I would say when I when I played it, I said ah, it's not bad, it's not great, it's like yeah. in the middle. Um, yeah. like a lot lower than that. Imagine it being on Steam and being on every. Like, oh yeah, it could do so well, man. If they well, did. The biggest thing is, I'm so curious, if they put something like, like Halo 5 on Steam, people would put out the most interesting mods, people would be reworking the guns, they'd be having fan patches to make the guns balanced in the way they like. Can they fix yeah. the campaign? Uh, actually, that's uh, I think that's called Unstable. I mean, dude, people are people are still playing Counter-Strike like, like crazy, you know? I remember Counter-Strike when Steam and like, everything Valve like, was first coming out with like Half-Life. It was like a mod back then. Mm -hmm. uh, and people still play, you know, Counter Strike now. So it's uh, if if it latches on the Steam, it'll be around for a long time. So it's um, it's cool to see that anyway. Halo come back because I used to play Halo on the PC when it came out back in the day. Um, went through like Game Spy servers and stuff, and with the flamethrower. Yeah, with the flamethrower, and that was the first time we could actually get in a Banshee and fly around. Um, oh yeah, but and, it looked weird. They tried to put the weird like alien text on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I liked it there. I played it a lot. They actually have, and it's crazy. It's, I think I don't think they've done anything with them. There were I think four maps that were specific to PC, and they've never I, I've never seen them do anything with them outside of that. I think they're just still in that PC version. One was like a full level where it was like a big forest you were in. Yep. Uh, but I, remember how broken that was, though? Because remember, everybody was trying to fight to get up to that high plateau where the sniper rifles spawned, mm -hmm. and basically whoever got up there won. And that yep. was the problem. That's why I think they would never release them again, as they were just rushed maps. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they could go back and redo them and name it something else and bring it up. But uh, I mean, they've, they've kind of just stayed there since then. So, um, but uh, then we had, <laughs> then we had Project X Cloud get shown off. And this was confusing. I don't know if you guys saw a lot of the talk around this, but they showed off Forza, which probably wasn't the best game to show, I guess, because it, it's going to look the best on a phone, technically with a camera because it's Forza. Uh -huh. But they showed it and there was controversy about it being faked or real. It seems that people actually tested it on their end and tried to get the same 
movements with the controller and apparently it, it actually looks very similar to that so yeah i i saw the lady who did it came out of the statement being like why like she's like they filmed me playing it for like an hour and it works that good she's like why would they they used clips of me crashing and stuff like if it was just fake footage we would have had like a professional racer on a track so i yeah. i fully believe her yeah so it looks like that that is at least working at this point but originally it was supposed to be tested early 2019 and now it sounds like we're falling into late 2019 for that testing uh so i'm not sure if there is an issue there or what but there's i guess they're just still chucking along with that and i don't know i guess we'll get it sometime later on just for a beta or something uh maybe they'll launch it in 2020 depends on when google launches their streaming service it's kind of a race to streaming now um but after that we had some state of decay 2 stuff that uh i don't know if people are, are people still playing state of decay 2 uh, I've heard I've heard some people. I mean, it's probably a thousand people a day. Uh, okay, sure. Why not? Oh, that <laughs> seems like a lot. But I didn't think people were still playing. I, I don't know. I think people were still playing that game. I thought most people moved on with all the bigger games out right now. Uh, but they're doing like an update for that and everything. Minecraft is going to Game Pass. There's a new controller. How many? I asked this on Twitter. Does anyone know how many controllers there are for Xbox now? Well, with the lab, there's like a thousand, right? I mean, you can do the thing. But like ones that they've officially released and named like they just they just did this one that one what was the last one they just did with the white and then it kind of goes translucent towards the middle there's uh, that yeah there's that there's the PUBG one that's the super limited edition Grease i think, I think there's like dinners <laughs> did i think there's like a hundred controllers on that system yeah i want that all red one that just came out oh yeah really i thought nice. it I thought about getting a customized purple one, and I believe you can get your name on there. I've thought about making like an official Dreamcast guy one in mm -hmm. all purple since I love purple. Like I just got the I got the Elite controller recently. I'm like, man, there's so many controllers. I, I'm sure there are people that collect them, much like people collect like Joy-Con controllers on the Switch. Um, but I just feel like every time we see them in Inside Xbox, they're showing us a new controller. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> also yeah, this color combination. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but that was pretty much, I think that was it for Inside Xbox. And I looked at it and I said, man, that's really, there really wasn't a lot for actual Xbox owners there. It was, it was all like PC stuff and it's kind of it, which was really, it was very odd that their big announcement was a PC game or <laughs> an Xbox game going to PC, <laughs> which, which <laughs> uh, I mean, that was their announcement. That was it. That was the big thing, right? I just, I just, just reminds me of Kid Smooth throwing a fit on Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. It was it was, it was uh, funny, but at the same time, which, I couldn't help but just sit back. <laughs> he's, he's losing it lately. Well, which time? <laughs> this is just recently this time because he was just so mad about um not to make it about him but um but yeah it was just it, it, what john's saying like with the whole xbox you know there's not much coming to it. i think people just got you just got to be patient i mean it's like remember like when like the wii was on its way out and there was like almost nothing we just got like zelda that last year in 2011 it's on its way out same thing with the wii u they released like uh, they released like Twilight Princess, they released like Pokemon, and then after that, there was like nothing. I think that's kind of what's going down with the Xbox right now. Just got to be patient, wait for the next generation. I, I did see that screenshot where uh, Kids Move said the day that they cancel uh, Xbox and they stop announcing new Xbox stuff is the day I quit gaming. I will never play stuff on a PC. And I was like, ooh, but not, not a good time to be a Microsoft fan then because they make something called computers. Well, it's, it's interesting because it's more about uh, really not the console, more about just the brand at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like they're probably gonna I don't know if they've already done it with Windows Store yet but they're probably gonna eventually bring the Xbox logo to the Windows Store and that'll be it'll be Xbox something or something like they'll probably just move the brand everywhere and then the, <laughs> box, the, the box will have less importance to Microsoft at this point so well, they, like they probably just have to figure out how to combine it there's like three apps on PC that manages all of that so if they can just combine it into the Xbox one it would probably just work out well here's here's my question okay and this is this is something that is really weird the more I think about it the Xbox Live is on iOS and Android because they just announced that this week as well. It's coming to iOS and Android. Um, it's also on the Switch with Minecraft. And let's be real, it's probably going to continue coming to the Switch with all kinds of other stuff. Um, it's on Windows and it's on Xbox. But they only charge Xbox people for Xbox Live. Right. Like I pay for Xbox Live and I think about it, I'm like, if, if Halo, when Halo comes to PC and let's say you buy it, Evan, you're not paying to play online. You're just playing online. It's probably the main reason I would play it in front of you. Yeah. I guess oh. so. <laughs> uh, say that's what I mean there. It's very, it's very uh, interesting to see that. And I think that's the only reason they're going to continue selling consoles because they charge uh, the console gamers for Xbox live. And that's a lot of money that they make. So like, why would they stop doing that? But then they also take the games and put them everywhere so it's a very weird thing to see. It is. I, I think it's just that I, I honestly think it's just part of Xbox division. Like to prove their usefulness, they still want to keep a box. I, that's my personal theory is they're, they're keeping the Xbox even if there ends up being no Xbox exclusive games. I think they need to move Game Pass and Xbox Live. But they, I don't think they want to do that either because they're, people are still paying for it. So they're making money from that too. Because uh, eventually I feel like there's going to be a breaking point eventually. Like, if everybody has the same games and only one section of people is paying to play online for hardware that's not as good as PC gamers, yeah, feel it seems weird. I, I do they do they eventually go? I they can't go backwards either. Though. They can't make it free because they're making money off of everyone. Um, they can't. Do, I mean, they pioneered the ability to charge people for online, so maybe they could. <laughs> maybe they go back and say, "Oh, you guys don't have to pay for online, but if you want Game Pass, you got to pay for that." Of course. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they could. Maybe they could set a new standard. They could be the ones that don't charge for online. There. What's interesting about them is that they're Microsoft is the one that charges for free to play games, right? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's behind a paywall. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah, uh, like Fortnite, you gotta pay for. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's because it bounces off their servers yeah. first, anyway. Like, but no, I mean, you even gotta pay for like Devil May Cry. Like, if you want to do like the passive stuff in Devil May Cry, you gotta pay for that. But the, the weird really thing weird. about that, the weird thing about Evan is, uh, Sony and Nintendo don't. So like, you can just play Fortnite without having to pay. No, for I, know, I know, but I thought with uh, Sony and Nintendo, it wouldn't pass through their own personal servers. It just went directly to mm. the Epic ones first. Whereas Microsoft almost forces you to have to go through their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's interesting. But I think with Microsoft's strategy though, is they don't care as much about the console sales as the game sales. I guess going forward, but they don't even sell that many games on their consoles now, probably because there's just not as many consoles out there as Sony and uh-huh. Nintendo is going to pass them soon. Yeah. A, so, lot of people, yeah. a lot of people are pointing to them as the next Sega kind of no console, but IP. I think they, so I think Microsoft is probably flirting more or less with being the next third party, but still producing a system, I guess. Uh-huh. It's a weird thing because they do want to reach the most gamers by putting their stuff everywhere. But 
then they also want to have a system at the same time. It's it's very interesting. Um, I, like if this was this was Sega, they probably would have just left because they don't have the money that Microsoft has. I think because Microsoft has so much money, they're just going to say, ah, we'll keep R&Ding a system. That's fine. But if they get to a point where they're only selling 5 million systems, like, do they keep making it? No, but I, I'm kind of curious. I, we've never really seen this before. I can't even think of like, I'm trying to ponder like a cell phone company that started yeah. out making programs and a phone and then slowly trickled off the phone. I guess kind of the Windows phone might be an analogy. Uh, Windows phone had like its own iOS uh, and that kind of transferred over to Windows 10. I don't really know. It's it's an interesting situation because now it comes down to uh, what other, because we taught, we heard um nintendo we heard sony i think sean lane talked about it and we heard uh furkawa talk about it as well right where they mentioned that there may be a you know sometime in the distant future where like you don't need consoles to play games anymore i feel like they were talking more about streaming than anything else both of them like a just in case situation where mm -hmm. oh if we don't need a console then we'll, we'll, we'll we gotta you know we have to actually adapt to that uh you know maybe we look back 25 years from now and we say wow microsoft was really ahead of their time and they figured it out um i don't know it's it's definitely weird right now for microsoft it's a little sketchy it's a little shaky um but next gen starts we assume next year uh -huh. so we'll see what they launch with and uh that's, that's, that's gonna be it <laughs> we'll say that point this is off topic but real quick did y'all see or hear about there's like a leaked <laughs> patent it sounds like uh PSVR 2 may have been leaked and it looks like it's going to be basically a slightly better headset and wireless. Yeah, yeah, that was actually we're going to move into that actually next anyway. So that actually works okay, out. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited for that. Let me uh let me go through some of the super chats and then we'll we'll lead into that. And we also got to get into um that the uh the ratings for Castlevania on the on the the rating that took place it appears to be a castlevania collection i wanted nate to be here because he was the one who was talking about the castlevania rumors like what was that oj like a year and a half ago or something for a switch one <laughs> yeah yeah it's been, it's been a while <laughs> it's so it's long um let me let me go through these real quick uh kurt with a, a dollar and no message thank you uh kurt we had david earlier with the thoughts on the mega sg uh wishbone said what if sega lens google their name for console at gdc so <laughs> that was funny because there was one point in time where i was talking to some people um not just liam about it and uh some people really seem to think that sega was like super involved with this thing i don't think they necessarily would be but liam shared did you guys see the boot uh the boot up sequence that liam shared on his twitter page yeah it's the one that just says hmm that is that's uh okay so that uh, that's a boot sequence from a dev kit is what that is uh and i looked at it and i told him i was like that thing looks like like a fan art thing it looks like somebody is like oh sega here's like something that looks like a dreamcast startup with like the uh, -huh. uh but he, i mean he's saying it was and i'm like all right all right that's fine uh so it's possible that that's part of the startup or that's one they were playing around with you know in the beginning but yeah i saw it and i was like i don't know if sega would show up and let them use their name or anything but if I they just gotta call it if they call it the google streamcast everything's fine <laughs> we're good <laughs> uh you never know you know you never know they they've, they've surprised we, we could be a surprise there so we'll see we'll see I, i'll be streaming it though just check it out because i'm i'm at least interested at what they could be doing um uh Lycon says you didn't cut off the start. I assume that's the beginning. 
of the podcast. Uh, Ethan uh, says Mass Effect or Zelda in story. <laughs> uh, that's pretty easy, uh, unless you're talking about Andromeda. That uh, that story is crap, but the story in the main trilogy, like better than any like story in Zelda, in my opinion. Oh, from Aspect. Yeah. Well, uh, we were talking about. I had a Zelda. I had a sponsored Zelda stream last night, and uh, uh they my chat almost revolted on me when I was like, "Oh, Zelda stories are meh." I'm like, I like Mass Effect story better. They're like, ah, I'm like, I'm nuts. So maybe that was maybe that was towards that. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, the Mass Effect story is very, very good. If you go back to the trilogy, if if you've never played Mass Effect and you play the trilogy, you got to go back and play them. I'm just um, saying, there's there's never been a feeling like that suicide. Like I literally, I thought that was like real life, man. Like it got that close. Like my thought process, I've never been that stressed when it comes to story-wise in a Zelda game ever. You just let the story come to you. Mass Effect, you were like shaping the story. Oh yeah, itself. yeah. It's not the same thing. Like people, don't, they don't realize like that's it was second Mass game. Effect. Yeah, that second game, that last mission, dude. All the stuff that ties into it, like their yeah. their side stories that tie in, that's part of the story that you just you just don't get that in Zelda. Everything's predetermined; it's done. Whenever you come across it, you come across a Mass Effect. You shape it, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, like it's a, it's man, that should, be, that should be a uh, that should be a franchise that uh, what is it, EA treats like Capcom treats Resident Evil games, or just they just port it to every new system. It's like oh, the trilogy, it's on this system now. They it's on this that trilogy over because that's oh, all. Play like I don't, like if you're not going to do anything relevant with Mass Effect for a while, and you're going to leave us with Andromeda, at least give us the trilogy. Oh, yeah. They should be putting that. Out. It should be on the Switch. It should be on everything. Uh, yeah, oh, there, there must be some legal reason. I mean, that's the only. I mean, it's free money. Why yeah. not put it yeah. on everything? Yeah. yeah, it should be like it should be on this streaming service. It should be everywhere at this point. Also um, controversial. Like I don't like. I'm not the biggest fan of just games that only have text. And you read it basically, mm -hmm. and sometimes the characters make a sound like "ah," oh, you know, like that's that's not my <laughs> favorite. Like I always think of like handheld games do that, and that's fine. Like if I'm playing like Pokemon on my on my DS or whatever, or when the new Pokemon comes out, fine, whatever. But like if I'm playing a big RPG with a lot of story and a lot of stuff coming at you, when you have Mass Effect where the characters have really good acting and you can directly dynamically change how the the course of the conversations go, and you feel a part of it as like a Zelda game where it's just you know, quiet and it's just music and you figure it out, which is a different experience. It's just not for me as much as like getting into the world as like M Mass Effect could do. See, see, Chad gets it. He says EA should port Mass Effect like uh, Capcom ports Resident Evil 4. That is absolutely should. right. Or, or Skyrim. I always think of Skyrim. Just slap it on everything, change it up occasionally, redo the graphics if you got to, but just slap it on everything. Yeah, let's get it, let's get it on the, uh, the, what is it, the Alexa, Amazon Alexa? Let's get it on there. Too. Yeah, yeah. Man I, I still think that. one of the, one of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen in gaming was my buddy who maxed out his uh, his speaking skills in Mass Effect One and talked the last boss into killing himself. That was the craziest thing you could. I, that's crazy. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think that with Zelda, I think the lore is a lot more interesting than the actual like when you're playing through the story. But the lore is amazing. Like the timeline. Yeah. I love all that stuff. That stuff's great. But just absolutely and i'm not hating on like zelda or any games that are like that at all but it, that's just a personal preference of mine when it comes to to story-based stuff and mm. how i get into it but with zelda the lore is 100 percent better mm. okay uh 
Andy Ackerman, of course, saying better late than ever. Uh, then we had uh, uh, Joe says, so Sony allows Mortal Kombat 11 brutality, but not a girl's bum. He's talking about the censorship in Don't Make My Five. Butts are scary, man. Have you ever seen that? I'd rather see a person's face get ripped off. You know, that's weird because I did play through, when I played through the Xbox version, that part was not censored on the Xbox, but earlier in the game, there absolutely was a part that was censored with like a light beam. Um, and I don't really know why that Capcom seemed to patch it specifically on the US version of the PS4 Devil May Cry 5. I don't know why. It's very weird. Um, I think that's just a Sony thing. You think it's so? I, I don't know who it is. Like, I I feel like it should be Sony, but you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's a weird patch if it's if it's Capcom. Sony so censored like, a lot of stuff in the past. Yeah, so that's I the only like reason it. I have to. I think that's the only reason we're all leaning towards Sony is because they have censored stuff already. Yeah. Uh, it makes no sense that Capcom would be like, wait a minute, we gotta we gotta censor the U.S. version now. It's weird. Mm -hmm. uh, day one, that patch went through. Actually, I don't know, and, and it is funny because I just looked at that fatality you posted on your uh, Twitter. <laughs> uh that's so, some messed up stuff man so that's allowed on there i guess <laughs> yeah, <that's fine. laughs> so, so it said what if a person's face gets ripped off and it reveals a butt <laughs> uh oh now that that's an ao rating right there it needs to be censored unfortunately yeah. the butt is too far that light beam over it man <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh chat sarant said uh google will need some incredible games to pull market share away remember nec's turbo graphics uh, I do remember. I actually have one over there for a tech wave in the future, but uh, I do remember it, and it got ran over by like everything around it, <laughs> Super Nintendo and everything. So, um, despite it actually being a pretty solid system, if you actually look at it, yeah, they're gonna need some good games, though, absolutely. Um, but I mean, the Xbox right now is cruising on, uh, well, cruising, but at least relevant with third-party support as the most powerful system. So there's that, I guess. Um, Kuru Tengetsu says uh, there's more controllers than there are games. I think it's for the Xbox One. That That is a joke I hear a lot. Um, they seem to have more exclusive controllers than games. Um, uh, Yami Industries says Xbox needs to add personal custom logos to D-Lab. That's what you're talking about, right, Max? The design That's lab? Right. Yeah, I thought that was in there already. If not, then maybe I was looking at one of those third-party websites. There are websites that are called like uh, buildacontroller.com and all that, and you can do it for our – I'm not sure Switch is on there yet, but I do know that PS4 is on there and stuff. You can get it where they'll actually laser stencil in whatever, whatever name you want. See, that's pretty cool. I, I like the idea of design lab. Like, that's something that, like, I think all of the companies should pick up, Sony and Nintendo. I mean, people would go nuts doing that yeah. with Joy-Cons. Oh, man. I but, be really like the custom works that, like, companies will, like, you know, companies, like, I think it was a like, controller chaos or stuff like that, make their yeah. own versions. And I've talked to a couple of them looking at, like, getting Spyro ones done and stuff like yeah. that, because there's some incredible stuff they do joy cons they do retro console stuff it's really I, cool i really like i've that tried stuff. it uh controller chaos a bunch uh like a year or two ago did a big mock-up for a uh shinmu uh, uh ps4 controller that was gonna have the two phoenix mirrors they ended up not making it it drives me crazy i want a shinmu ps4 controller oh Can't man contact with them. let them know <laughs> right i'll tell them i'll be like look i got money yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man i would want to see that max if you get one of those you should make a video on it i will yeah absolutely yeah that'd be really cool i just got my um, dreamcast record I'll, I'll make a big video of my whole shinmu collection mm -hmm. nice uh that's pretty good yeah to do that video cosplay yeah <laughs> i will yeah i do i still have my shinmu costume 
Uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris says, I believe Microsoft will keep a system for backwards compatibility and people who want home consoles, but put their games everywhere so you can play anywhere they want to, basically. So that's actually a good point. Backwards compatibility is probably what's going to keep a disk drive in the Xbox going into at least next generation, maybe the next one. Or if they ever take it out, they'll sell it separately as like an add-on that you buy. Remember we had that HD DVD drive that you got for the 360? Uh-huh. Yeah, and HD DVDs died out quick because Blu-ray yep. won. Yep, something like that. So you buy like a separate thing and you plug it in, and then all of a sudden your all of your Xbox 360, your Xbox One, and your original Xbox discs work. Uh, but I think they'll eventually roll all that in a Game Pass, so it's like all digital stuff. Um, I'm curious. I think Microsoft's gonna be the first one that gets on that that bandwagon, that all digital bandwagon, which is funny because they're the ones pushing backwards compatibility forward. Yeah. Um, so it, that's gonna be weird, man, when that all that happens, but. I think we're I think we're safe for next gen. I think it's gonna be the following generation. So like eight years from now, I think is when we're gonna go all digital for the systems. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. The the mid gen refresh, the mid gen refresh might be all digital. <laughs> Four years from now. That's so weird yeah. to think about. I, I believe you, but it still sounds so weird. I mean, we're at like a 50-50 split now for EA, right? Um, so we're close already. Like we're getting there. I think even uh, Ubisoft said they're sixty forty in favor of digital right now. Well, I mean, when you bought when you buy uh, the division to the disc and put it into your console, it installs a one hundred gigabyte pack. That's, that's real, man. Yeah, that's really funny. It's uh, so okay. So, did you get it on the? Do you have it on the Xbox? Or the PS4 Max. I have it on PS4. You got you got a, a digitally right. Yeah, they sent me a code. So it, it was an 89 gigabyte download. And I heard that it's the same thing. If you got the game on disc, it was the same size. So what it is, so I, I, I did, did a little looking up on this. Uh, what it is, is if you buy it physically, the PS4, the way the PS4 works with patches, which is really weird, uh, they need the extra space to unpack the thing that just downloaded. So it was still a 50 gigabyte download, which is still crazy because... I mean, that's what should be on the disc, um, yeah. but it needs the extra space to then unpack that 50 gigabytes into another like 40 or 50 gigabyte container next to it. So it tells you you need like 90 to 100 gigabytes free on your system. So it's I, like, man, I, I get it. But man, yeah, that is weird. I think we're almost there because remember when we bought Black Ops 4, and we put the disc in it, then downloaded almost 50 gigabytes anyway. And the game was like 50 gigabytes total when it was done installing. Uh-huh. <laughs> So we're like almost there already, man. It's they're selling discs just to just to have something on the shelf. I think at this point, yeah, Red Dead was the only one. It was like we'll just we'll just give you two discs. I mean, I gotta give them credit. Yeah. They did. They did. They gave us two discs. It was like it took like how long? it took me like an hour to install the thing. Mm-hmm. They're <laughs> but, the first ones to push that forward. And I mean, they could allot that money to afford the second disc because they knew how much money they were gonna make. They're like, you know what? We'll add that little quality in there because it's, it'll cost us this much, but we're gonna make a hell of a lot more money. I'm telling right. you, man, it's uh, I, you know what I'd be really curious to see is the switch digital split. Cause I, I, I bet mm. you, I bet you it might be in favor of, well, it might be close because of the, the nature of the switch where it's, you know, like a portable system. I, I hear from a lot of people. They like to get digital stuff because then they don't have to switch cartridges or anything. I, I hear the opposite. I hear a lot of people prefer physical, but a lot of people are kind of stuck because so many things come out first digitally on the switch. So, so many people end up buying it digitally. Oh, just yeah. They want to play it. Talking about like the like the stuff that goes limited run games and everything. Yeah, well, yeah. that and a lot of things start out like Sonic. Wasn't Sonic Mania digital at first, and they did a physical version later yep. on, right? Yep. Yep. I bought it physically after it came out, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it's interesting to see that. I don't know. I, I think just the way the Switch works, I see why people prefer digital on that side, just because of the 
the portability of it. I get it. Like if I wanted to carry eight games with me, yeah, it'd be kind of annoying. And then of course the idea of losing your eight games would probably be kind of frustrating as well. well. So. I, and I just think it's great. I keep rebuying things. I just bought uh, Lumines, actually. I just got Lumines, and I've been playing a bunch of Tetris. Having just tons of puzzle games on a handheld. Yeah. They just had they just had a sale. Or there, there's one going on right now, I think, on the Switch for, like... Yep. Square Enix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what happens to me on Steam. They're like, here's this game for a dollar. I know I'm never going to play, or at least I can play it for a long time, and I still get it. So as soon as Switch starts running those like ridiculous like winter or like summer sales on like their indie games, it's over, man. I, I, I start doing Switch codes. It's over. <laughs> it's I, over. I used to be like that too, but now I do that with like, I do that with Xbox One and PS4 games. I, I, like I'll see it on like Amazon. Oh, it's like fifteen bucks, or on Best Buy, fifteen bucks. Or, I'm just, and I just, I don't even play it. I just buy it and I just put it on the shelf. I'm like, I'm like, it's worth the fourteen or fifteen bucks. <laughs> I I did that today. I so I own every version of uh, I own all the DLC and everything. I got the season pass for Final Fantasy fifteen. I saw it for ten dollars today, physically on Xbox One, and, and I was like, eh, I'll get it. I I got that for twelve bucks on Best Buy. I'm not even. Yeah. I already have it. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, it's worth it's worth buying so you can show your grandkids you know like years and years from now and they can laugh at you for having something physical on your shelf hey i'm gonna build, to be honest man i'm starting like the game collecting is starting to be a thing for me just like having the game is like starting to be a thing i'm thinking of like legacy and stuff like that dude we're gonna be we're gonna be those we're gonna be those old people who are like you know like how like your grandparents are like oh the vinyl sounds better than your all digital you know, super high quality MP3. For me, the ones are like, it's much better to have it on the disc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll be <laughs> like that with my movies because, like, I've oh, streamed movies man. before and it's like, eh, you know, it's all right, quality, whatever. But then, like, you pop in a 4K Blu ray yep. and it's like, yeah, nothing's touching there, this. There is a, a actually a big difference, especially if you have a bigger TV, like a, like a, 55 inch or up tv or especially an oled you can see like those compression artifacts on streaming mm -hmm. still absolutely so i, I get that oh, clearly yeah. um, i'm all still physical till the day i can't i will be buying physical for like at least films games i'm still trying to unless it's like only digital then it's yeah. like all right i mean you don't, you don't lose any quality so it's like eh, yeah like movies at least make more sense so mm -hmm. i get all that but um yeah evan you got a discord question for us uh, we got a couple. They're all kind of basic this week. So uh, we got one it. where I guess this is for all of us. If we were to remove one character from Smash each, which would it be? Oh, weird. Um, remove one. I, I might take out Kid Link, and I like him, but Toon Link fights so similar for me. I just don't think we need that many links. And I'd only do that because I like the rest of the roster so much. I'd choose the one redundant. Hmm. Take out a character. That's an interesting... I'll go with uh hmm. Uh, I was gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jigglypuff. I don't like Jigglypuff. Just remove Mango from the game, all right? <laughs> no, because back well, no, back on like the 64 days, I didn't like Jigglypuff either. Because <laughs> that 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 whole thing where you go to sleep, and you don't know if you're actually gonna get destroyed by it. <laughs> no, I just didn't like Jigglypuff back then. I don't know. I think I said we'd always lose to him back in the day on the 64. But like, I don't know. Out of the Switch version though, hmm, that is everybody. Who would I remove? I don't know who I would I, remove. I mean, I'm torn between most of the keep away characters just because it kills the pacing of the mm -hmm. game. I enjoy, but 
I mean, I get why they're there and people do like them. Because it used to be like what? It used to be what King K. Rule was the one that everyone was like, get him out of the game because he was like broken. Until everyone started kicking the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's all he's all right. They just people just didn't know how to fight against him at first. They they said the same thing about Little Mac when Little Mac first came. Mm. Um, I I don't know who I, to be honest, man, I, I like all the characters. Like having that variety in the game whenever I play online, I play against so many different characters. But man, I mean, Pichu can be tough to deal with. So I'm, I'm just talking about from a competitive standpoint. Pichu can also like duck. So like if you're a taller character, the low profile, just it's really hard to like get like a hitbox on Pichu. But Pichu dies early. So I guess I'd remove Pichu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one or, that I... Anybody want to get rid of those like 17 Fire Emblem characters? Oh, I was just yeah. about to say. I was just about to say. I, I, sword they all blend into me. They you all get rid of like same. two or three of them. No one will know. They all look the same. <laughs> they just have a different sword. I'm like, yeah, just any of them. Just pick one. You know, yeah. get rid of them. Blue, blue sword, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Pick a hair color and a sword and just toss them out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's, the, what's the next question, Evan? Uh, this one's for OJ specifically. Pick one of these three. The rest would get expunged from history. Xenoblade, Fire Emblem, or Smash? Screw you. Whoever that question is. <laughs> it's, from Rari, pick- it's from Rari AB. He might have to pick one. Which one goes? No, <laughs> which pick. you go? Which one, one stays? Oh, dude, you got I, it. You got, no, no, no. How many of those for me? toss anyone out pick one random i think i'd probably go with xenoblade i honestly as much as i like the other games and even though they're much longer series xenoblade is such a unique rpg that should be celebrated so i'm gonna pick that well i think he said it has to go oh the i thought it was keep but, uh, one it's, kill it's two keep, it's keep one kill two keep oh keep yeah. one kill two. okay go the other way yeah. oh wow man so you're getting rid of smash and uh and, and fire emblem. Fire emblem. I, 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 can't, I can't answer that question. <laughs> right. I wrote that to get to OJ. I can tell. Yeah, I, I can't. They all those the, the reason what those games are the reason why I'm even doing YouTube. Like <laughs> I guess I'd keep Smash just because of the representation and they're all the characters. I would have kept Xeno because I feel like without Fire Emblem in history, some other company would have done something to take it over. And then if you get rid of Smash, that community sometimes, man be terrible so it'd be good if it was gone yeah but then we're left with like playstation all-stars man (laughs) 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 i don't think playstation all-stars would have existed had smash not existed Uh, that's true that's true they would have been yeah you're right you're right yeah um hmm. i think oj wants to keep smash (laughs) i can't i'm not answering uh we have any we have any other discord questions evan Uh, i've got a couple uh anyone play flipping death thoughts on it he just purchased it and he was wondering if uh we had any Uh, i I played it uh, a bit ago i had this weird issue where it had like this bug when i was trying to take over the dentist and i couldn't get out of it but uh it was an interesting idea where you go between the world of living and the and the world of the dead um but I, i played through most of it but I was just getting kind of, I don't know, I was getting kind of bored of the the game for whatever reason. But the idea was cool, and that was a game I remember where they said they couldn't get it running on the Wii U, but they got it working on the Switch. Hmm. I, I don't know if it's easier to design for, but um, I, I liked the game. I actually put a video out for it. I remember, and I I enjoyed the idea of it, but it just didn't hold me as much as I started to get further in um, with some of the. Uh, I mean, it's the humor, maybe it's the visuals. Something just didn't hold me in the game. Hmm. Um, but a lot of the art style in that game. Yeah, the art style. That's the thing. I think the art style turns a lot of people off from it. But uh, it was um, it was, the controls are kind of odd, odd at times too. I remember I was controlling the dentist with the drill, and I was running all over the place. His arm was like everywhere. But uh, it was it was all right though. It was all right. Let's uh, 
What's the next Discord question, Evan? Uh, what is your favorite point-and-click adventure on the Switch? I don't know how many of you have played most of them. Adventure. Yeah, I know. We had a couple Telltale games, I think, on there. But has anybody really cracked at any of them? I was going to say, does, does Batman count? Because I play... I Batman was all right, the Telltale series there. But I've never really got into any of the point-and-click adventure games, to be honest. Uh, um, I'm not on the Switch. I don't play I played Batman. Batman was good. I liked Batman. But I played that on the xbox i think as well it was either xbox no it was xbox yeah played it on there already and i played it on the switch as well um i'm just not, i'm not a big telltale person i played the walking dead game that was about it but i just once you played one of the telltale games i feel like i played most of them um they're very very similar formulas um i, pl- I played a couple choose your own adventure type things on vita one of them was called machination i believe it's like a super hard puzzle one of those uh point and click adventures uh, that was good, but yeah, I haven't played any on. I'll Switch. tell you what they got to do. They got to get Secret of Monkey Island on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm on I've it, heard man. never played those. I'm on Tales it, from the Borderlands on there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Secret of Mon- Monkey Island is a good one. That's on. Uh, I played that on 360. I think 360. Yes, it's on 360. So that's where I played. I think some other people played it on. Uh, what was that? What's the emulator for that called, Evan? So that's that's scum. Yeah, the scum emulator. Yeah, scum emulator. Yeah, because um, I remember you had that on like a system back in the day too. The handheld, the canoe. Yep. Yeah. So that's a good one though to, to check out. Yeah, Th- people are saying Thimbleweed. There you go. Thimbleweed. I know Datalix been moving a lot of games over. I think they already have Book of Unwritten Tales. If that was one of theirs, I was pretty hmm. sure. And then Deponia should be coming as well. Okay. There you go. Very cool. Very cool. How many other Discord questions do we have, Evan? Just the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to do the last one? Let me How do you? How do you feel about Leisure Suit Larry coming to the Switch? I'm not surprised. I'm more surprised that it's going to the PS4. <laughs> All right. Heavily <laughs> I mean, censored. To be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, I mean, it's it's interesting that they managed to do that. Because I thought, I didn't think that series was ever coming back. That's from like way back in the day for some of it. I mean, they had one of the Xbox original as well. Uh-huh. I don't know if they did anything after that, though. I mean, I'm not really surprised to be honest. I mean, Nintendo lets whatever on their stuff now. I mean, if you honestly at this point, like Leader Suit Larry is kind of tame compared to some of the games that are on there, and you can look and you'll see what I'm talking about. But there's some mm-hmm. weird I mean, games so, on there. Some of those games might as well just be called like Titty Simulator. It's it, they didn't even translate them. I don't think they're still yeah. like Japanese on the on the like the Switch eShop. So sounds like a good game to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Play Sean, it, did, Sean did a video on it. I think Wood did a video on it. it trust me, at this point, Leisure Suit Larry is like G-rated compared to that some of that stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, I, it's a weird series anyway. Some people check it out. Um, I guess, oh, there was one on, was there one on 360? I just remember playing the one on the original Xbox, and I was like, oh, okay, this is Leisure Suit Larry. All right, then. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's At this point, I... It'd be it'd be tough to shock me if a game came to the Switch at this point, just with uh, kind of the lax nature of Nintendo with these games now. So, um, is that, that those are all the Discord questions, Evan? That covers everything. Very cool. Uh, okay, so Max, there is a patent for mm-hmm. a wireless VR system for PlayStation. We assume this mm-hmm. is going to be for the next gen systems. Mm-hmm. We assume it's PlayStation Five. I am curious about a wireless setup because uh, that's actually the one thing I said they would need to do to make it a bit more mainstream because the one reason I don't really 
use my PS4 VR that much is because the setup is really frustrating and annoying and it's way too much for what you want to do for, I mean, it's a game you're going to play a little bit of and then put back away. Let's be honest with it. Um, that is the biggest thing that they need to make this, the, the headset less bulky. So, yeah, I, and also I, I've heard a lot of people who use PSVR a lot say that they do wish you'd had modern controllers because you can use the PlayStation 4 controller for a lot of stuff. But if you need to do motion controls, it's PlayStation 3 move controllers. Yes. So I have heard some people say you need a modern solution. Yes, it is. Uh, it, it is like those move controls. I, I had the Oculus Go. I tried that. That is mm -hmm. smaller than the PlayStation VR headset. It's less capable, but it also has its own battery, its own processor, everything in there. Um, so I don't think they'll make it so that everything is built into the PlayStation VR 2 headset or whatever. Mm -hmm. They'll have to somehow back they'll have to they'll have to transmit it somehow to the to the headset. And yeah curious how they get away with that with latency and everything it's gonna be interesting to see how they make that happen but i think eliminating those cords i feel like is like the biggest thing they can do it is so to people in chat who are being silly and saying uh psvr still exists as of the most recent numbers i believe you you can double me on this bond hasn't it sold 3.5 million or something now yeah. psvr it's the best-selling oh. VR headset by a lot. Yeah. It sold more so, units than all other PlayStation or all other VR units headsets put together. And that's the thing is that it, even though it's not mainstream by any stretch of the imagination, it's the first one that's sort of breaching into the mainstream. And I fully think that wireless is going to be the jump. I 100% think that the first person who makes it where you just pick up a headset and you put it on like a hat and you play the adventure and you take it off when you're bored or start getting motion sick. That's the one that's going to take off. It's interesting because we heard rumors that uh, there is going to be stuff already built into the PlayStation 5 to help with VR. Mm -hmm. It's very possible that that is uh, what that could be for. If those rumors are correct, is a way to transmit it to the headset and make it wireless. It would have to be charged, running on its own battery and everything. So they'd have to make sure that you get at least two to three hours out of it. So there's well, a lot of things they have to figure out I there. I had a PSVR uh, developer reach out to me not too long ago, uh, and he was telling me about, uh, or sorry, not a PSVR, a VR developer, and he was telling me that a lot of companies right now are trying to enter the VR space to do more stuff than just games, and apparently uh, Disney is working on some sort of program where you'll be able to boot up a movie theater and watch a movie. So you'll be able to like a movie that's not yet on DVD or something that's about to come out on DVD and you rent the movie and you just watch it for like a dollar. So you'll literally put on your VR headset and sit in a digital movie theater and they're working on that technology now. So I think yeah, they have that with um that Oculus Go uh one of like the I guess it'd be like a skin or something. You can actually set it up and you can watch YouTube videos or just videos in general that you you have. I think Netflix even has it uh or others that do that. It'll even take it the image or the video and put it there but it it does put you in a in like a theater so you can kind of look around with oculus and you're like in a theater watching it all the way down there you're in like the like the 18th row or something it's pretty funny um but uh that, that's a pretty cool way to do it that's kind of neat the real question is will people be able to keep that playstation vr on their head for two hours yeah right that's the biggest thing is that uh, i still can't I'll, I'll be honest i've never played vr longer than probably 15 minutes ever. yeah I believe it's, it. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool stuff, but I just, I can't, it, it trips me up. It messes my brain. I mean, we were dealing with like, remember what happened, what happened to 3D TVs? Remember when that was a thing? Right. <laughs> I, I was telling uh, telling my fiance today about how good uh, 3DS was. And I felt like when 3DS came out and nobody used its 3D, but I felt like that was the death of uh, 
3D TVs because mm-hmm. they realized, okay, we can't do it. Like this, this thing's doing it without glasses. We can't do this. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much gone now. I I believe I don't, I don't I went whenever I go into like a Best Buy or something, they don't have anything about 3D stuff. So I guess that I guess it is gone. Um, so I, I'm curious if VR goes the same way or they actually figured. I mean, Nintendo's doing VR, so there you go, lap of VR. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, Sniper Elite's working on a VR project. You saw that Labo gun, right? I did. I, I still, <laughs> my favorite meme of that is the thing where it's the kid and he's got the, the VR gun on and then it shows the JFK assassination. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> uh, that's going to be interesting when that come, when that, they talk about that. But uh, yeah, they did also talk about Sniper Elite. A new Sniper Elite's coming. Sniper Elite V2 is getting a remaster. For all platforms, including the Switch, I believe plays at 4X Class 1 and everything. And then Sniper Elite <laughs> 3 Ultimate is also going to the Switch. So it seemed, and they're doing a VR project. So it seems like Rebellion is like really busy with Sniper Elite stuff right now. So I never really got as in this. I played Sniper Elite on the original Xbox. I think I played V2. And I didn't play 3 or 4. So there you go. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see it go to the Switch. Gyro controls, maybe, I assume. Yes. So that'd be terrible, man. Every time you just barely move your hand, you miss a <laughs> shot and lose the level. I just remember in the first one on the original Xbox, they tried to have you time up your shots with the cannon fire in the background. I thought that was really cool yeah. back then. That was neat. Um, that was actually one of the more expensive uh, Xbox original games for a while there, too. Remember that, Evan? It was like 20 or $25 for a while in the stores. Yep. So, that was the one we always look for. We're like, is that the Sniper Elite in that trade in? <laughs> um, but uh, it was good. It was good. So Castlevania, Castlevania got rated in Australia. It's a collection. It's uh, hopeful that it's actually going to be a good collection. We had what was the, we had the one on the PlayStation Four that Re- came out. Requiem, I just bought Requiem. it. Requiem, yes, Requiem uh, came out, and that was like two games, right? Symphony of the Night, Rondo yeah. Blood. Yeah. Rondo Blood, yeah. So we're hoping that this is going to be a, a full collection or just more games in general. And that it's going to be on everything. Cause it says multi-platform in the rating. So we're hoping that it's going to be like, it's just Xbox PlayStation 4, switch PC. It's everywhere. Konami says, you know what was the 33rd anniversary of the series. It's everywhere. Um, that's the hope. And I wanted Nate to be here. Nate, who knows where he is. He's busy doing something. It's St. Patrick's day, isn't it? no that was the other day yeah uh so it's this weekend for it i know that's why sean's doing that so maybe nate's out doing that too but uh it's it's a rumor that we heard about a long time ago for the switch yeah i'd I'd heard rumors about that i'd had like leaks about that a year and a half ago i'd heard that they were working on a new game and they were trying to work on a collection yes so this is something we heard about a while ago and we were wondering where it was and i guess I guess they're just they were just waiting. So here we go. I guess the collection's coming out. Now my question is if it's already rated in Australia, when do they announce it? Is it is I, it a thing before E3? Oh yeah. This this looks like I mean, if it's already announced, I think they're gonna do like they did with uh remember PUBG? PUBG they rated it in Australia for PS4 and about 30 days later they just like dropped it. They released a giant trailer and remember that was actually one of the top-selling digital PS4 games last year, even though they dropped that in December. So I think it's one of the things. Where if a game's hyped, I mean, it'll still sell. Yeah, you know, if they, I mean, if they drop it, like the Switch is going to sell really well with that Castlevania stuff on there, like the collection, because we assume it's probably going to run the same on all platforms, basically, if it's like the older Castlevanias. So from what we've seen with like indie-style games, Castlevania drops on the Switch, man, that's going to go crazy. 
Do yeah. you guys, what Castlevania games do you guys think it's going to be? Because I don't think it's going to be all of them. So, so like, here was my, this is a question I posed to uh, viewers in a video. Would you rather it be like two or three Castlevania games for 20 bucks? Or would you rather just go crazy? Just put everything on there and it's a $60 package. Uh, so let me just start this by saying I love all the 2D ones uh, for the most part. Um, I really would pay $60 personally if it had all the Game Boy Advanced ones, mm. all the Super Nintendo ones, uh, all the really weird ones like the PC Engine. Like, I want to get all the really weird stuff. I'm not as concerned with, what is it, Ariara, Sorrows, whatever, the DS ones. I'm not as concerned with those ones, but I, I would like just the, the Game Boy Advanced ones are my biggest concern. Mm. Game I, Boy Advanced would be cool. I personally, I'm a huge fan of the DS trilogy, which uh, the DS trilogy, it starts off with Dawn of Sorrow, which is like, I guess, like uh, the, the GBA one kind of like remade. Um, but I'm a big fan of the DS trilogy. Portrait of Ruin isn't that great. But Order of Ecclesia is really, <laughs> Order of Ecclesia is really good. And I like, I like Dawn of Sorrow. So I would pay 60. I know that I'm not trying to give Konami any ideas, but I pay 60 <laughs> for the for the DS trilogy personally for me because they're stuck on the DS. I mean, there's yeah. been no other that has like, PC that has like touch things. functionality and everything to it, right? Touch functionality. It had some uh, nice little things. I mean, it was kind of it was gimmicky. Like you can like make like different there's types symbols. of patterns. Yeah, yeah. with they, the would they, to, would they be able to kind of work that out for people playing on the TV and everything? You think? Just use the analog stick. Yeah, I, I, bet, <laughs> I bet it'll be like what they did. And which one of the Zeldas was it, where you had to like do the the songs? That was uh, Wind Waker, right? Yeah, I mean, but like with Akami, we just used an analog stick for. Um, yeah, yeah, you just use so I guess, analog, they could, yeah. I guess they could make that work. Um, I think people would be excited for. It. But yeah, I I personally would prefer to just have as much possible jammed into a sixty dollar package. At this point, they they keep doing these twenty dollar ones anyway. Just do one big one. I agree. I agree. I'm just I, I just really like I like Order of Ecclesia. That I mean, to me, that almost feels like that should get its own like complete remake. It's yeah. so good, and nobody. Nobody's played it, so it's, it's so good, and nobody's played it. So also make it well, make a physical copy. Well, and OJ, you hit the nail on the head. That's the stuff that sells the fastest. The fact that it looks like it's the official name of it is Castlevania Anniversary Collection. I think they're going to sell stuff like OJ is talking about. Like the lesser known ones will probably sell the most because people are like, "What the heck? There's all these other Castlevanias." So I do hope it's like a wide range of stuff. You know, it's just going to be you know because it's Konami, it's just going to be one through four, and that's going to be that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're probably right, but I'm mad about it. Oh, that's the dark timeline, guys. If 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 okay, listen, guys, listen. I'm, for those who don't know, I'm a cat. Well, you guys know, but for the chat, I'm a big Castlevania fan. I love Castlevania games. They're all I. I like Shadow of uh, Lords of Shadow. So there you go. That tells you something about me. <laughs> I like Lords of Shadow a lot. Um, and if it was just the one through four, John, I'd be I'd be pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be one through four and it's gonna be 30 bucks and you guys know i don't get upset about video games like like not for real you know but i, I might be a little actually like like upset in my own real life i might be upset so, so this is this would be you know what would be really fascinating is that they announce it and they do that weird thing where they just keep it on one platform it's like it's coming out it's gonna be on the ps4 <laughs> like that's it that would confuse everyone i think because people yeah. are confused with the last one that they did the well collection. sony sony ported that themselves okay that makes sense yeah because they, they there's some there's some upgrades to it when it comes to some like the sound and some other things that they've done uh some there's some dual shock 4 um stuff that they added in but yeah sony's uh, from what i understand sony's in-house team like literally asked for that and ported it themselves so 
Yes, because this seems like just straight up like anniversary collection. So I assume Konami's going to throw it everywhere. But uh, after the last one, kind of the reaction people had initially when they saw it was just like a PS4 one, that would be, that would, I think, kill some hype pretty bad for some people. So we'll see. I hope they just put it on everything. Just be done with it. And I hope it's as much as possible. It'll just be one through four for 30 bucks, though. It, I'll be, I'll put this down now. If it's one through four for 30 bucks, uh, I might not buy it just because I've beaten those so many times now. I want to get anything out of it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They should, they should actually do something other than uh, the Castlevania pachinko machine or something, you know, actually like well, <laughs> the, the, the first, the first games, those ones aren't like the Metroid. I, I like more Metroidvania. I should, yeah. I should be more clear. I'm more of a Metroidvania fan than just the original castlevania style of game for those who don't know symphony of the darkness that's when it actually kind of started the rpg elements in there and like everything kind of how like the the castle you go back and forth and all that mm -hmm. kind of like metroid but you know the castlevania in there so i'm more of a fan of that than i am of the original ones but super castlevania 4 is dope but i've already like i've already beat it like a million times like i've already mm -hmm. that game's hard too i don't know maybe i just suck at it but I, that game's hard I, <laughs> I find the castlevania games hard uh the original ones let me uh let me let me let me ask you guys this. We had some numbers leaked, apparently, for the MPD in February. There was some surprise here. So people were a bit, bit shocked. Uh, now, OJ, you had actual numbers, I think, that was from Nate? Yeah, yeah, Maybe Nate. Yeah, okay. Nate did give us actual numbers, uh, the leaked numbers, which are pretty much always, they're, they're always right. You know, um, it's the initial numbers. Uh, right now, um, Xbox One, 220,000. So it was third with 220,000. Guys, this is just the US. Okay, so just the US, not like North America, all of it, or South America, just US NPD. Um, so Xbox One, 220,000. PS4, 280,000. And the Switch, 363,000. I don't know if that's a record or anything for February sales, but that seems a bit high for February. That seems extremely high for February. Yeah, that's, I was about to ask yeah. if that was a year or a quarter. That's weird. One yeah. month that's just month. February? Month just the U.S. just the U.S. in February oh. three three hundred and sixty three thousand seems really high for for February and for nothing that actually I'm came out. To, yeah, I'm trying to think. Nothing came out on really yeah. any console. I, that's so weird. What the heck? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. I mean, I guess they just got carried by Smash and New Super yeah. Mario Bros. and just got getting getting carried by the games that came out previously. Well, um, it, Smash and all that. It's also thing I think we're just gaming gaming in general is is really started to dig deep into the casual fan base. Uh, everybody's picking stuff up. Uh, uh, like about six of my friends in the last like eight weeks have bought a PlayStation Four for the first time. A bunch of people I know are playing through Final Fantasy Fifteen for the first time right now because that game's like ten bucks. So a lot of people are just picking stuff up because it's always on sale. So I think a lot of people are picking up Switches just because it's like, all right, there's too many games, I gotta get it. A, a lot of people are saying the Pokemon hype from the direct is what maybe caught some yeah. people. Yeah. No, that's probably it, actually. Yeah, honestly, it is. It is possible that could be it, but at this point, this is supposed. This is like the slow time for the Switch, technically, compared to the back end of the year, like when everything's going to start dropping. So it does make you wonder a bit about how like things are really going to start happening when June hits. Yeah, that's when Mario Maker starts, and then like we don't even know where all these other games are gonna fit in, and then they're probably gonna announce at least probably I'd say one or two unannounced things that are big games for this year at e at E three. Where are they even going to fit though? That's like, what we're that's trying to figure out right now because <laughs> like I'm looking at their list and it's just I don't know where they're gonna put all this stuff. There's I don't know what's gonna happen either way. I don't have enough time. I I think they're gonna be three months where. 
two big games come out per month on the for Nintendo, unless they push something to next year. There's there's gotta be. It might be like what was it? Uh, I think it was October 2016, or no, was it October 2015? Was called Broketober, where like every four days another giant game came out. It was like Alien Isolation, like every every uh, Shadows of Mordor. All those came out like like days apart. I think we're gonna have that with the Switch at the end of this year. It's gonna be another Broketober. I need to look up just so I have a list and we can look at them um the game's think, coming out yeah i think i have a list here but uh they're not in order of uh, first party or just all games first party from nintendo oh i mean i guess exclusive games to them that you would i guess uh, go to them for from like well, June while, you, while you look up the list i mean i can go off the top of my head uh so yoshi in march um astral so chain uh, um june is where it starts marvel Alt- i mean i don't know if marvel Ultimate alliance is coming but both summer for Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Damon X Machina. Both of those are just listed for summer. June is Mario Maker. July is Fire Emblem, Three Houses. August is Astral Chain. Um, and then uh-huh. we still have Animal Crossing, Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, and uh, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, yeah, those are just summer. Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance and Damon X Machina are just just summer. We don't know exactly when, but uh. We got, we got basically we got three games: Astral Chain, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, and uh, Mario Maker. We know, we know the months. We know the, the we know the actual dates of Fire Emblem and Astral Chain, but uh, Mario Maker is just June. Yes, they're gonna have a Zelda and a and a Pokemon launch probably within a month of each other. I think right. I think November. the setup is gonna be September Animal Crossing, October Luigi's Mansion, November Pokemon, early December for Zelda. And people That's are talking about town yeah. in the chat too. Town was slated for 2019, but I mean, I don't know if it's still going to be 2019 or not. But yeah, town's also slated for 2019. Isn't Doom, isn't Doom Eternal supposed to come out in 2019 as well? Doom, yeah, yeah Doom Eternal, yeah. Because we think that's going to be the back half of the year too, and that's on everything, obviously. But that, oh yeah, I forgot which call it's out this year too. Uh, 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 Adam, crash, Animal Crash, Adam, Crash, Crash Team Racing. Yeah, yeah that's it was a lot. June. And look, can't forget Sonic Racing. Sonic Racing actually looks a little better. I'll admit that. I know. It better after I saw it. I was, okay, okay, okay. I can, I, I can look at that. And then there's probably going to be, I'll say, I'll say at least one game announced at E3 that's somewhat larger. There's also word going around about there apparently being another 2D Zelda game. <gasps> Could it be? It's really weird. Phantom Hourglass HD. I don't know Minish where Jack. that's coming from. I don't know where that's. Uh, people have been talking about that as a rumor too. Smaller one, probably four swords or something like that. But like, okay, they can keep they can keep that Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you say four swords? Like, <laughs> I thought it would be cool to have like a little bonus game or something like Link to the Past or something. Just get moved oh. for okay, uh, yeah, that's cool. Link to the Past, yeah. In anticipation of you know um, four swords, though they can. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it is, it is getting quite crowded there. Hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting in the second half if they're already like, I don't think anyone expected them to take January and then February with the other games on the other side with PlayStation and Xbox having some pretty good third party games. And then it's, I think they're like the, the switch is the only one growing right now. The other two have, have actually uh, decreased according to those numbers year over year, about mm-hmm. 20, 20 to 25%. So I think Sony and Microsoft are definitely going to be announcing new platforms this year just because they're dropping. Yeah, so. it seems that way. It's just everybody yeah. that has one wants one, you know. I mean, who like, else do you sell a PlayStation 4 to? It's almost like 100 million units at this point. 
Yeah. Like, who doesn't have a PS4 at this point? I feel like most people at least have one or have aspirations to get one. So I think most people have had two. You know, yeah. they had one yeah. to get the pro. I've I had got three, two. yeah. <laughs> I got two. So, yeah. <laughs> That's something I'm like, man. This is off topic. I gave my uh, my PS4, uh, my original PS4 to my brother for uh, Christmas, and I gave him Red Dead Redemption 2. And he texted me the other day and said, Max, I've been playing this game for almost 100 days now. Like, this is the great, this is the pinnacle of gaming. Nothing will be better than Red Dead Redemption 2. See, there's uh, Nintendo Prime and Super Chat actually uh, saying second half Switch games are going to be fire. Yeah, they're stacking that back half. They absolutely are. Um, that's going to be like, like Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out. And that's next month right i mean i think i'm gonna probably get that on the xbox but i'll probably get on the switch as well mostly just for to cover it check it out and like for curiosity's sake uh but if it plays close enough i could see people taking the switch version with them to tournaments and playing when it's not their turn just to get like a combo right or something mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm wondering how that's gonna sell on the switch how did i mean fighters did all right yeah that, that's what people do with, i mean smash brothers so much to where like you know panda uh, one of the esports teams, they made a portable, um, portable, uh, what was it? Um, GameCube controller thing that also docks yeah. your Switch as Whoa. well. And those are like selling like, or they're, the, the pre orders are like selling like crazy. You know, they, they did that on Kickstarter. So, yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, take it February. Uh, I also talked to some people. It appears that uh, March is probably going to go to the Switch as well from early signs so far. So I don't want to say it's absolutely going to happen, but there is a good chance. And you can, you can, I'll say this now in March, the switch might take every single month of the MPDs this year. Probably. You'll probably, probably. do that. Yeah. Cause um, they have a bunch of games coming. Whereas Microsoft and Sony are moving on to their I, next systems. I, the one thing I, I, it depends on, I do think that Sony will probably win uh, the month of uh, Death Stranding, just because I mean, mm-hmm. people have been talking about that. The mystery around it is so is much. Is we, that this year, we, we yeah, we the rumor is year. we need to okay. be this year because uh, apparently he's talking to the marketing team right now. So that could be for like, yeah, that's gonna be weird. That's gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm gonna be curious if they could fit that in. That might end up being like a December game. Like I see it being like something they get out like right at the last month of the year. Mm-hmm. And there's that rumor that Last of Us Two is dropping like October, November so, as well. I. I think Last of Us 2 is going to release this year. It's one of the reasons I wasn't sure about Death Stranding releasing this year, because I, I do think Last of Us 2 is going to come out this year. But but if Last of Us 2 comes out in the same month as Pokemon and there's a Switch Mini out there, then I, I still think the Switch will uh, end up outselling it. Oh, yeah. I mean, anyone who's going to get Last of Us 2 already has a PlayStation. Well, yeah, I mean, the Last, of Us, the Last of Us 2, the game itself is going to sell ridiculously well. Like the game, Yeah, the game yeah. will do fantastic. That'll be that'll yeah. be up there for game of the year. That'll be running like sales numbers like up there with yeah. Pokemon. I can see that for sure. I have a strong feeling if it comes out this year, it's probably going to win game of the year. Most most yeah. likely. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, obviously, but based on the hype and obviously Naughty yeah. Dog seemingly putting a lot into it, it's going to it's going to be on the ballot for a lot of game of the year. So it'll be cool to see. <clears throat> yeah. But, but I mean, at this point, okay. How many sales now? Which one comes out this year? Is it Death Stranding or is it Last of Us Two? Last I, of Us I, Two. 
I honestly think both might come out, and I'm being Ooh. serious. Ooh, okay. uh, I, I've heard some rumors about the fact that both of those are very, very play – what do they call it? Play complete, where you can get from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Yes. They need a lot of stuff done to it, but both of them are – or what do they call it? Feature complete. That's what I've heard. Of. Mm -hmm. Both of them are very close to feature complete. Yeah. So, man, if they can get them both out, that'd be interesting. Get because at that point they're definitely moving on to the PlayStation Five next year. So, and they're just yeah. gonna either put these games over, or if this backwards compatible thing is right anyway, you'll be able to play them on the I, PlayStation Five anyway. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think both of those are gonna have a PlayStation Five version. I don't know about yeah. other stuff. I don't know about Ghost of Tsushima. Definitely not Days Gone, but I definitely have heard I, some stuff that that. that Death Stranding is made as a PS5 game and is running on a PS4. I fullheartedly believe that Ghost of Tsushima is a PlayStation 5 game. Everything mm, we've seen yeah. on it, it looks too good, and they've shown us almost like nothing, so we don't know oh. how far in development it is. That game and Sucker Punch has put so much time to that. I don't think mm -hmm. they're gonna squat, you know, kind of like squander its release by trying to get it on the PS4. They may have cool. a dual release with it, but I don't think they're gonna try to just aim for the PS4. I'm pretty sure that's a PS5 title. So do you think this is a watchdog situation where they showed us the premium next gen version and they'll sell a downgraded version? Dude, possibly. I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean dude, dude, look at how games are running on that Xbox one S right now. Like it's Anthem like struggles and Ghost of Tsushima. I think looks better. Well, the thing yeah, about it though, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, there's like, there was like nobody on the screen though. There was barely any, it was just empty field. So I oh. think they can get the, the graphics looking that good, at least just showing it off. I don't think it's it's too no far of a reach to say that's like a PS4 Pro. And there, there, there was like no enemies. There was like no enemies out on there. So I mean, but I, can, the, I can maybe see that scene on PS4, PS4 and also PS5, both. It's, it's, it's still, it's possible, but I feel like it's just so limited in what we've seen that I don't think the game, the two times we've heard the announcement and then saw the stuff uh, last year, like, I don't think it's close to being done. And I could be wrong. I just don't think it's been close to being done. I'm oh, pretty sure absolutely. that'll be a PlayStation 5 semi-launch title. I think Sucker Punch will do similar to what they did with um, Infamous Second Son, where it's launch window, where it comes out, like, the first game three months after the console releases, like, oh, this is their first big game. I think that's what they're going to do with this. And this will be like a it's three months after the release. So sometime so you're, in you're 2020. You're saying that they completely, because they, they announced this for PS4. This game has obviously been in development for a while. So that's kind of, I mean, they announced it for PS4. So, I mean, they announced it for PlayStation in general. I thought they said PS4. I, did they say I, PS4 on it? I want to say that they did a behind closed door demo on a PS4 already. One second here. I'm pretty sure they. I thought they said this is a PS4 game, and they've been working on this since since Infamous Second Son was done, right? So, I mean, did they have that? I mean, they on, have to on, been working on this for years now, right? On, on PlayStation.com, the list of official PS4 games includes Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought. I mean, so I mean, that would be, be kind a, of that would be, be kind of garbage. Yeah, be oh, cross, yeah, but we've seen games do that yeah. before. Oh yeah, I'm not ruling so. it out. I, I agree. Cross release, yes. I like cross gen release. I I agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm I'm looking forward to that. It, it reminds me of Way of the Samurai before it became kind of bad. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Ghost Stream. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, and our last topic is one that uh, is near and dear to Max's heart. Judgment is in trouble. Oh. Oh. This this is an interesting situation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we had yeah. a good talk about this, huh, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, we had a really good discussion uh, today, Dave. As, as Americans, we looked at this and said, "Okay, so when when's the game 
when, when can we buy yeah. that? Like, we, we didn't really see it the same way that uh, you know they saw in Japan. Uh, basically, uh, one of the actors, voice actors, his likeness in the game uh, was busted for cocaine use and possession and everything. Uh, he's in a lot of trouble, but. Judgment was halted. They're not selling it anymore. Right now, anyway, they just they pulled it off shelves. It seems they're 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 not selling it anywhere. So uh, apparently, it has to do with them. We think Max. We, I talked about. It, we think they're just going to remove his likeness from the game, like they did the Yakuza Four, right? Yeah, and I man, I'm so I'm so mad about this. I can't even see it as funny. This was honestly one of my most hyped games of the year. I actually made a video at the beginning of 2019 called the Gate, the 10 games I want to play the most this year, and that was high up on my list. So the fact that it's just canceled so close to release or maybe being delayed six months is what some of the numbers people are throwing around. I'm upset. I'm very upset. So what I ended up doing is the second that news came out, what I did is I went on eBay and I found a copy before they got more expensive and I bought one from Japan. So mm. it's going to be fully in Japanese, but a, a friend of mine speaks perfect Japanese. She's a banker. So I'm just going to try and get her to help me play through it so I can at least see some of it because we may not see it till 2020 in English yep. now. Yeah, because it's supposed to come out in June. And I was actually looking forward to this too, Max, because I've, I've fallen behind yakuza and honestly catching up to be very difficult because there's quite a few of them but but i saw this as a cool way to get into the yakuza series without actually getting into the yakuza series instead getting into a well we we hope if it's good enough which it seems to be uh the first in a series so like if i showed up at yakuza when it first showed up it'd be much easier so i saw judgment i was like oh okay that looks cool it's like yakuza mixed with what uh ace attorney basically phoenix yeah. right <laughs> well uh, it and apparently the the people who are playing through it now in Jap Japanese said it's it's maybe better than Yakuza. And oh. one of the things people said they like is that it manages to remove some of the zaniness of Yakuza. Like the side quests are more centered and focused and there's a bigger like centering on the world. Like this feels like a real town for the first time instead of just a series of really fun, like wacky things to do. Uh, I'm so, oh, I'm so hyped for it. Oh. I'm so so what's happened here is the uh, Yakuza spinoff Judgment in Japan uh, has been halted in sales after uh, Pierre uh, Toki. Pierre yeah. Uh, yeah yep, arrested on suspicion of using cocaine. And he voiced uh, apparently Olaf as well. Mm -hmm. In Japanese, yeah. They're updating him. They're patching his voice out. Yeah, so this is serious. They started deleting, Sega started deleting tweets about Judgment. And it's serious Jesus. stuff. Uh, over in Japan, uh, drug use is... Uh, very it's a bad thing like you were like uh destroying your honor and everything so they are basically scrubbing you from their their history of working with them basically from, they don't want to be associated with you nothing from what i've heard from what people have been telling me and just things the problem is that because a lot of the illegal drug you know trafficking is done by the yakuza and you don't want your business to be associated with it because a lot of the major drugs that come in is funneled through yakuza so you don't want your it's ironic right <laughs> yeah but they you don't want your business to be associated that levied with fines there's other things that could happen um so it's just something that you know that it's taken very seriously because you know that's just that's a very serious serious matter so are they gonna go to all the movies he's ever starred in and start digitally altering them out are they gonna take them out it, of publication like so uh actually that does happen a lot where what they do is instead of removing you from the movie they just take your movie off the shelf that actually happens a lot in japan where you get busted for drugs mm -hmm. and they freaking take your stuff well was so, it y yakuza 4 they they took them out right 
Yes. They, so they, they, they like digitally removed the guy or changed his appearance. Yeah, they changed his appearance and replaced the voice actor. So here's the good news I would say for judgment and why I don't think it's actually gonna be delayed max uh, for the Western release. They already did the dub in English for the game mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily have to have a Japanese track that, that launches with it. Right. They could that, patch it down the road. But that that's a huge selling point of this is this was going to be the first uh, dual audio game the studio ever released. That's a huge thing that's in all the trailers and stuff is that all the Japanese is in it and all the English. Right. So they'd have to undo all that marketing. They well, might do it though. Well, they could they could still launch it with the promise of look. It was either we launch it without this or we delay it six months. I think mm-hmm. most people would say, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Just go ahead and release. Yeah. Uh, then they'd have to change his appearance in the game. I don't know the the amount that would go into that. It's it's mm-hmm. out in June, so it would have to be gold in about two months. Yeah, I don't think they'd have to change it for the Western release. Like, we're when it comes to like drug stuff here, it's like people just want the game; they don't care. And if we they really want to make any money on this game now, here, just release it because we don't care. Like, do what they need to do. Being strict in Japan, that's fine. No one cares here; they just want the game. So if they want to make any money off of it. Who cares? You know, I get that they care there, but no one cares here. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. We don't obviously we don't get it here, but it's uh, it's it's a shame to see though because that was going to be a really cool game to to see come out. Now it's kind of tied up in this, and I wanted to play the game. So, <laughs> uh, but we'll see what happens. You know, maybe maybe everything goes smoothly on there, and they figure it out, and they still get it out and launched in the West because I think it would actually do pretty well here. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, either way, Max, you have a copy coming. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think so. My thing is, I definitely think that this will be the best selling game from that studio if they get it out here in a timely manner. Like that Yakuza Six didn't sell because it's intimidating. Judgment One, oh hell yeah. So uh, those are those are the last topic. Uh, we have some super chats actually here still to go through before we finish up. Uh, uh, let me see. We have uh, Yami Industry says uh, once Rain Ra- Rainway comes to Switch, it's over. <laughs> I forgot about Rainway. <laughs> I did too. Uh, that's that, I don't know if that's ever coming. Um, they use the switch in their marketing too. That's kind of a shame. Uh, Kiritan Getsu says uh, PSVR XXX Sony is censoring games because they're going to incorporate a new adult tier of PlayStation Network that plays content uncensored with PSVR implementation. All right. You know what? Based on how Blu-ray won. Uh, you never know <laughs> you never know uh olu says uh hypothetically if nintendo was to make another switch how powerful do you think it need to be to compete with the new gen coming in that's a good question actually about that because no matter how much more powerful if, unless you're talking about the next gen switch if, if it's an upgraded switch pro it still i think still has to play the same games that the regular switch plays like i don't think uh-huh. it's going to just automatically play brand because at that point you're starting a new generation almost it's um, going to need to be a 3ds ds thing where yeah i mean i know they yeah. did that with the new 3ds where only certain games could play on it so that did happen but at this point the switch is selling at such a rapid pace by the time they even did that the switch will have like between 50 to 60 million on the market uh-huh. mm-hmm um so i that's gonna be weird that's gonna be a weird situation that happens but i think the switch will probably i think the switch will be a five to six year system when it's all said and done uh before they have another one introduced the old switch will probably still stick around for a bit just because the 3ds is still around um so i think power wise you'd probably be looking at 
probably right now looking at them probably like for the next gen switch honestly it'll probably be like a ps4 pro in you know what how long from now three four years from now maybe something maybe. That's, I, that's what i would I, I I've seen some design documents that make it sound like that that already exists in a lab somewhere, but I feel like more than anything, I, I definitely think we're going to see a Switch Mini, and I think once the Switch Mini takes off, I don't think they're going to. I just don't see them worried about a Switch Pro. Well, the the the, the Switch Mini is um, a lot of us are pretty sure it's probably going to launch at the end, end of this year, before yeah. Pokemon or alongside Pokemon, and that the Switch Pro would come next year. And it wouldn't be a massive upgrade. It'd be like a new 3DS to a 3DS, most likely. Uh, so games like Doom will run at 720p consistently through. Well, they might even put a patch out to try to get it higher than that. But that's kind of what you'd be looking at is anything with a dynamic resolution or frame rate. Like Xenoblade 2 would really would really uh, get a lot of help from that, for example, um, for its visuals uh, and resolution. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. And then, you know, way down the road, they'll have like, you know, the next generation backwards compatible and everything. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm thinking there. But the mini is their priority because it's their cheaper system and cheaper system sell. That's why everyone buys an Xbox One S and a regular PlayStation rather than a Pro or an X. Mm -hmm. Cheap sells. And that's the strategy. And of course, for kids. So I would expect it to be announced in October and it'd probably release in November alongside Pokemon. I, I can move, see, man. Yeah, I can see it with Pokemon. I know Dreamcast guy's been talking about he thinks like a Switch Mini is coming for a while, but um, yeah, I, I can see it coming alongside Pokemon like a Switch Mini, just because you get it cheaper, you get Pokemon. That is instant. Yep. I mean, as long as there's a Sword and Shield, you know, variant edition. Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna oh, be. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, going for that one 100. Yep. percent And Nintendo oh, will, lie. yeah, Nintendo <laughs> will announce a system like three weeks before they sell it so <laughs> they will do that uh, uh they'll announce as close as they can so i again i think october they'll announce it and then november they'll they'll launch it That's i'm a big fair. new hardware guy I, I like new consoles like closed box devices so it's always exciting even if i don't need it i still well hey in two months it. In, in two months i get to buy a new xbox there you go yeah, I mean that new Xbox streaming <laughs> one, I don't need it, but I think I I think I, I want to buy it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I've already made up my mind. It's I'm so fascinated about the idea of a all digital console without a disc drive. I want to get it. Then again, I'm a nerd, so I mean it doesn't matter. I don't mm. know if it matters. <laughs> uh RTX Gaming says any word of the release date of Mortal Kombat eleven on the Switch? Uh, I think they cleared that up. It's coming out the same day, right? Yeah, it's already cleared up. April. Yep. Yeah, April twenty-third. Yep, it's going to be playable at uh, in about two weeks at PAX East. So, uh, well, I'll be checking it out. Yep, there you go. Look for footage. Uh, RTS gaming. You should see footage of it and everything. People playing it. I believe Nate Jordan will play it, and I'm sure they'll have cameras out there allowed too. So, uh, we should be good on release date. It should be same day um, for what we're seeing. Not the only big thing at PAX. Uh, because <laughs> you want to talk, you're talking about Borderlands. We'll see. Oh, we'll see yeah. what happens there. We'll see what happens there. We'll oh, it's happening. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be on that panel. I know that. Oh, absolutely. Wishbone uh, asks, whatever happened to Deep Down from Capcom on PS4? Right. I don't know, Evan. What happened to that game? I don't know, but then I've checked lists of upcoming games from a lot of different places. It's still on there as a TBA. I don't know why. Evan's on that game. He's got a PS4 Pro now. He's on it. <laughs> <laughs> vapor, vapor, where? Oh man! I mean, Below eventually came out, so you never know. You never know. Um, Mario Cruz asked the uh, 
uh, ever. Uh, yeah, okay. No, Mario Cruz asks, is it true that whoever smelt it dealt it? Uh, legally, yes. Is that legal? Is that legal? I don't yes. know. <laughs> if, if you comment about it, if you smelt mm -hmm. it, but you didn't comment about it, then you what didn't deal it. it. Wh whoever proclaimed it claims it. We were just trying to rhyme everything back then. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Avedon Smith says, uh, great show as always. Thanks, Avedon. Make sure you check him out on his uh, channel. Uh, and then Sakon10 uh, says, Moss Hunter for Switch could be announced soon. There's that anniversary, I believe, right, that they're doing, celebrating. I think there might have just been more DLC for, um, for oh, Monster really? World. Although that could just end up being... Oh. That could be announced for E3. You never know. Capcom should show up and be like, yo, new Moss Hunter for Switch. Here you go. Because they're kind of they're, they're still supporting world there they got a lot of uh, uh what's the word engagement for for world engagement so they're fine there i think they're kind of interested in developing like a, a monster hunter just for the switch and then continue on with maybe the next monster Hunter world and everything they got it made right now they can make two different monster hunters and sell both of them easily so i mean they're dropping that uh that huge expansion that changes yeah. the game in fall mm -hmm. so yeah they're supporting they monster hunter world a lot Monster Hunter is the best it could ever be right now. And they just put Witcher in there, right? Gerald just got added. They're doing like there and missions and all that. They're crossing that game over with everything, man. Yeah, fucking Horizon. That's fine. I mean, good for them. It sold 10 million copies, right? Plus. Yeah, good for them. So there you go. There you go. Why not? Why not? Um, I guess that's uh, I think that's it for today or tonight. I don't know if you guys have anyone you wanted to rate or anything. Any ideas there? You can let me know. Um, but while we're looking for anybody to raid and everything, we go around. Uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can just find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. Also on Twitter, Player Essence. I've got some big plans for the upcoming week. A lot of cool Xenoblade, Fire Emblem, and Super Smash Brothers content. Really kind of kicking that into gear. I've been writing some, believe it or not, scripts. Uh, <laughs> I never write anything. So I've uh, been writing some stuff. Really looking forward to kind of pushing that content more. Uh, so look forward, uh, subscribe to the channel if you're into Smash Brothers, Xenoblade, Fire Emblem, uh, action games, been playing some DMC, Zelda, all that cool stuff. So yeah, thank you for having me on once again. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. And then uh, Max, where can they find you, man? YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. On Monday, um, we keep expecting the Sonic movie trailer to show up and it hasn't yet. So I've decided, screw it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to just explain to you the entire trailer and do some crude drawings. So on Monday, uh, shot for shot, I'm going to tell you the whole trailer. That way I can actually tell you it's not as bad as that art. That art is a little bit misleading and people are curious. So let me let me just explain to you what the heck this weirdness is. So that'll be Monday. Right okay. as you put out that video, the trailer drops. <laughs> I know, right? People are going to be comparing my, my awful drawings. Uh, oh, I, okay. So uh, people are saying you can raid the Yellow Kazoo. If somebody gets a link for that, we can drop that in. That works. Um, and then uh, Jordan, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me over on uh, the YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. I'm doing a whole series of Pokemon Explained going over the lore of Pokemon, and I'm keep making them better and better with you know editing and production value pokemon showcases started the trend now of covering some animal crossing stuff and a lot of nintendo related stuff so if uh, you want to check it out uh glad to have you that'd be great cool all right sounds good and then evan uh why don't you explain to everybody where they can uh see the or listen to the podcast right away and all that good stuff for people who if, want to do it. if you want to listen to the podcast we have it posted up in a bunch of places it mainly goes up through soundcloud but i think it hits what the itunes store and one other spot i think google, google play as well as what's yeah, google play 
Um, if you want to watch it still after we go off air, uh, there's a Patreon you can hit up. It's our SpawnWave Patreon. It's a dollar. It gets you into our Discord, and you have access to all the episodes that day. They get released usually a week later. And for those who don't know, we had a episode 100 special edition shirt that came out last week. It's still got one week to go on the shop before I convert it to the non-turbo edition. So if you wanted to check that out, I think there's links probably below the video. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that shirt was actually pretty cool. I saw a lot of people are getting them and they look pretty neat. So very cool. Very cool. I need to wait for it to come in the mail. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but that's going to do it here uh, for tonight. Spawncast episode 102. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll be back next weekend. Sean, I'm sure we'll be back. I'm sure Nate will be back and everything from their St. Patrick's weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys next, next weekend, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time.